Welcome, everybody, to episode 106 of the Pilsner Podcast. My name is Tim. That is short for Thames. Joined here, as always, with Adam the Sign Guy Wenish, Totes Wonderful Corey Jensen, and we have a guest in studio, Mr. Well, I'm going to say it. He is the greatest NFL player to come out of Springfield, Minnesota. <laughs> His name is Tyler Merritts. Hello, Tyler. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Could All right. You, could you argue the greatest athlete out of Springfield? Well, no. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Greg was Greg played some sports, didn't he? Your brother. Um. Yeah, I think he wrestled <laughs> once. I golfed. I golfed B squad. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, Tim. You hit the shit out of that ball. You're didn't getting you? it. You're crushing nuts. Which is also what we're crushing drinking. Nuts. Yes. <laughs> Definitely smells nutty. <laughs> it's good. So Tyler, it's a beer show. You're a you're a Stouts and Porters guy. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, just got into the craft beer a couple years back, and living in Nashville, there's quite a few um, breweries that were open up there. And um, what was happening in Nashville? Why were you there? Oh, I was a part of the Tennessee Titans. Oh. I don't. I don't like to talk about them anymore. No. I'm just, <laughs> okay. What is uh, a titan? I don't know. Some. I don't know. Our mascot was like <laughs> this jack. It's like a wild. Is, What's a wild? Yeah, he was just this jack guy that wore like armor and had a cape on. I it's like the guys from the movie okay. Three Hundred. Okay, gotcha. I mean, like a Spartan, aren't a titan, a gladiator, a Spartan are all kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So you got into craft beer down there? Yeah. Um. You grew up in the town of Bushlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I didn't drink a lot of Bush Light in my day either. I, w- I went to school in Wisconsin, and for some reason we drank Natty Light and, and Keystone Light. I don't know, but... <laughs> Dirty 30s? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And 30 racks. Were, yeah, it was the yeah. best. Um, Polish a 30 rack in one night, pee the bed. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a peanut butter stout down in Nashville um, from a place called Tailgate Brewery that is kind of one of the first stouts I had, and I was just, you know, sold right away. And Malty beers did it for you over the hoppy beers? Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. I'm not a big IPA guy, um, even though there were a few down there that I did enjoy. Okay, that's cool. You guys ever get down to Nashville, just let me know, and I'll refer you. Give us a list? To, yeah, the spots. <laughs> can, we, can we name drop you? Uh, uh, <laughs> or would that make it worse for us? Like, I don't oh, know. no, he was too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the one place that I hung out at right next to my apartment, they might remember me. Okay. Nashville's got to be... A cool place to hang for a couple years, though, especially in your 20s. Oh, yeah, it was great. I mean, if you like live music, and, I mean, people will think it's just country, but um, anything from, you know, rock and, like, Kings of Leon, they're based out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a great music scene in general, and you get to meet the people that, like, write the songs and actually do, like, the dirty work and, and why they wrote the song that they did. So it was cool to experience that and kind of get to know some of those people. Did you uh, did you stay down there year-round, or did you come back here in the off-season? I would stay down there when I had to be there, and when I didn't have to be there, I was back here. Okay. Gollumsville. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I just It was nice to get out of there and kind of clear your mind. And um, During college, I was only getting like three-week breaks at a time, so I wouldn't get to spend much time with family. So um, our big break is from like after the season until April, the beginning of April. That's when we have you know our off-season. And then we're at OTAs from April till like the middle of June. Mm-hmm. And so then I'd come back from like middle of June to middle of July, 
and go fishing, kind of get the good part of Minnesota in. Yeah, unwind before training camp starts. It, exactly, which starts the end of July. So, um, obviously, unfortunately, I'm here now because <laughs> I'm not on a team, but <laughs> it is what it is. It's part of the business. Yeah. So, tell me, just out of curiosity, what was what is like an average week during the season for a guy on the practice squad? Like, what yeah. are you doing? Um, the practice squad was actually pretty cool. Um, it's not cool in the fact that you don't get paid nearly as much, but you practice Monday through Friday, or I mean Saturday's a walkthrough, and then you don't you don't travel with the team. You don't have to stay at the hotel the night before. So I was going and checking out these breweries and going to different bars and listening to music and experiencing Nashville. So my first year, I really got to do that, and then my second year, you know, I was on practice squad a little bit with the Titans, mm-hmm. but then I also spent seven weeks with the chargers chargers was this san diego or la at that point la that was their first year in la okay which i'm not a california guy so wasn't the greatest experience for me you were teammates with melvin gordon in college right yeah so was that cool just kind of like knowing somebody that an easy adjustment or yeah him and um actually Derek watt too okay he's a fullback out there uh it was pretty cool to reunite with those guys and have a familiar face out there and you know, just ask them, you know, if you, something you needed to know, you could just – you were with them for five years in college and you're back with them again, so it was nice. Yeah. And you were on the 53 with the Chargers. Yes, I was on the 53 with the Chargers for seven oh. weeks. Uh, <clears throat> never ended up dressing, actually. I was just inactive. I don't know if you guys know how that works. There's there's 53 guys yeah. on the active roster, and then there's seven guys that don't even dress okay. on game day, and okay. they call those the inactives. Okay. So I was that guy. Uh, one of those guys for the seven weeks is out there. And then they cut me because of number situation. I think they needed to bring in like a tight end. And then I went back to practice squad with the Titans. And then last year I was active all year except for the very first week, which the first week was that long Miami game. So wasn't too upset that I missed that one. (laughs) (laughs) But then you did were actually active for the rest of the season, dressed for every game. Yeah. uh, I didn't dress for all of them, but I dressed for – a handful. Yeah. You know, I started okay. week two, played quite a bit against Buffalo. I don't even remember which week that was. Um, you went up against some Watt guy and had a yeah. pretty good day, too, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure whatever happened <laughs> to that guy. Nothing like a first start. <laughs> is there is there a big difference from the practice squad to the 53? Um, the paycheck is a big difference. That's the only difference? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. You're yeah. hanging out on the practice field with the – starters i presume you're just yeah, not practicing you, with them you know you're no you're practicing against the starters like uh-huh. most of the time you're the show team as a okay, practice okay. squad player yes and even when i was active i was usually a backup so i was still being a like a scout player um but yeah the, the only other big difference is on practice squad you don't really get to um like put any money towards your 401k you don't really get any benefits so in order to get your benefits you have to be on the active roster Okay. In order, to, in order to get your pension, you need three years on the on, uh, you know, three credited seasons, which is three games on the active roster. So, so you're you're chasing that for one more season, then? Yeah. Yeah. So I need th- I need three more games, and then I get my pension when I turn fifty five or Is sixty. That, do you think nice. that hinders you from getting signed this year, or doesn't it make a difference? No, because I still have practice squad eligibility okay. left. So more than likely, I'll get signed to a practice squad, and then so if you know if something happens, or as soon as I learn the playbook, you know, I'll hopefully have a chance to get brought up when you're on any part of an nfl team this is a stupid question by the way i'm only <laughs> going to ask them is 
is it just like Swagsville Central? Like, is everything comped as far as like besides like your living situation? Are they just like come here, eat here, uh, here are your clothes if you want? Here's a bunch of Nike hoodies, things like that. Yeah, well, we have to pay for our own living. I mean, besides that, uh, yeah. what I was saying, yeah. Um, I mean, we have a very nice cafeteria. We did. They just actually redid it, and so yeah, we would eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner there basically. And I would take like to go boxes because I live by myself. You know, the majority. Because they have of time. dietitians and stuff working with you that they want you to eat that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like why go home and make yourself chicken and veggies when it's right there, right? Already made, and they're professional chefs or whatever. God, that life sounds awesome. And so, yeah, and they, it's, and they have it's not like a Springfield High School cafeteria, or yeah, or even like an it's Esterville even College. Better, it's probably even better than the Wisconsin cafeteria. <laughs> oh yeah, at, at the end it was good. In Wisconsin, they just updated their facilities like they're sponsored by um jack links oh nice one of their like little areas yeah, yeah. that makes sense so they have, too they have beef jerky <laughs> just whatever you want whatever Dude, you want and that's sick too because beef jerky is my favorite snack that's got to be the most expensive snack there is too and it's a good source of protein yeah. yes. there you go so it's a win-win well, Pilsner podcast brought to you like by jack speed your wild side <laughs> wisconsin still sends you some swag once in a while once a year or so too right yeah yeah i just got my my swag bag from them um, in August, and uh, do they talk to you like what? It, what size are you now? Do they double check that? No, if like, you're if you're an offensive lineman and you're not a three XL, <laughs> you're you know you're not failing. the norm. You're oh, bummer! You're three XL. Um, our t-shirts only go up to two XL. Wow, <laughs> I'll give you one anyways if you want. I can probably squeeze into it. All right, let's do it. Cut the sleeves off. Yeah, turn into a V neck. Yeah, he'll just rock the schmedium. <laughs> Is he the only one that wears merch on the show here? Yes. What do you mean? Of his own hat design? No. Hat. hat. Oh. I just don't have mine on tonight. Yeah, and I I suck at wearing hats. And they look stupid on me. Corey only ordered like two of them. I ordered three as like just wanted to see how they <laughs> looked, and now I'm going to be ordering some more. They so. look you really want one, don't you? I, it looks like a good hat. Yeah, it Tim is. Tim will give you his. It's he nice. never wears it anyway. There we go. I like it. <laughs> I do look at it every day. It's in my bathroom. <laughs> 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 Should I wear it? Yeah, you can have that for sure. I really do like the shirt that you're wearing too, though. <laughs> yes. Brooks and Dunn with Reba. Yes. <laughs> nice. I don't know. That was probably, what, 20 years ago? 1994. Legends. Yeah. The Mobile One Tour. <laughs> Legends. I wasn't there. <laughs> so when my wife and I went to the flea market in Spirit Lake this last spring, there was a guy that was selling, had just tons of like 90s country shirts. And I almost thought about buying them just because he was selling them for way less than what they'd probably actually go for in the right market. But they smelled like cigarette smoke oh, so no. bad that I just I couldn't even the, take them. There's an Alan Jackson shirt that I'm just I'm watching on eBay right now, <laughs> where he is jet, he is um, the one where he's water skiing. Yeah, this, this guy a, had that one. Chattahoochee or something. Chattahoochee. I know the song. I don't. I'm just like I need that shirt. I don't even like country music. He's I'm water like, skiing with yeah. jeans, the life jacket, yep. and the cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need this T-shirt. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm gonna keep watching it because it is coming down in price right now. I'm like, I'm not gonna spend fifty bucks on this thing. <laughs> the vintage trend is just That's, going off yeah, right now. I yeah, mean, I know. there were like vintage shops down in Nashville that would sell shirts like that for probably a hundred bucks. Oh my! And I mean, they probably had them even <laughs> cut up, you know, with holes in them and stuff. I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, it's Bobby and Jacobia. You know, Bobby sells vintage stuff at her. Some vintage stuff at her store. And she finds, like, Andy and I have been kind of buying some of the old twin stuff from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we're f- we're finding it online for 20 30 bucks, and And she thinks that it should be all be 
be sold for you know hundred hundred fifty dollars. Some of the stuff we're finding, people are paying that too. That's right. insane. There's um, I get a lot of my shit on Etsy. I'm noticing like yep. I can find cheaper stuff there, but on eBay it's more expensive. Well, I found for finding the twin stuff on Etsy is ideal because you'll find somebody in like Kentucky that's selling a nineteen. 19- 87 twin shirt and to them it has no sentimental value they're just this is cool someone's gonna want it somebody in minneapolis is gonna sell that shirt for 100 bucks i saved uh, a vintage shop like as my favorite one of my favorites or whatever it was from indiana so it's like all hoosiers and the occasional like hilarious looking like rusty wallace (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt i bought a actually from 91 twins hat that's got the original new era tag on the inside and logo and everything and it doesn't have the mlb logo on the back and it's the the m style mm-hmm. bought it from like some etsy st- shop and in from like indiana and it was like 19 bucks yeah that's the yeah. way to go did you, did you stay up for the twins game last night i well i was in wisconsin so i couldn't see it oh, i turned yeah. to fsn and it was the brewers and i yeah fox sports wisconsin yep um, that was the crazy thing when you know I, I woke w- up to that watching that I'm like Jesus Christ <laughs> on the toilet at 6 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't stay up for it either. I fell asleep and I was like I'm going to bed. But when I was out in Wisconsin for those five years, man, I couldn't watch any Minnesota sports. And you're not that far away, like, right? You'd think you could at least like catch I, some games. I was in Lacrosse, so I thought, well, that's right on the border. Oh. I've been, but I've been to a couple of them border towns where they'll have the cable providers will have both. So you could watch the Brewers or the Twins, and I don't know how that works. Oh, no, the I don't. Are, but I have Fox Sports North Plus. I thought I had both. Sometimes you do get both, like you're saying. <laughs> so we were talking about the vintage stuff, and I was going to say, Joe and I had the chance to talk to Matt Skiba last week at the Blink concert. Yeah. And he was wearing a like a 25, 30-year-old Pantera long sleeve tee, mm-hmm. and I commented on it, and he said that people just show up at the show now shows now Come pounding on the back door with just bags of vintage clothes and just giving it to the band. Yeah, Here you go take that, it. That's that's the dream. Why send us some stuff? <laughs> I suppose I'm going to give millionaires uh, a t-shirt. I suppose t-shirt. you know it, it's vintage shops that are doing it. So I suppose these shops are hoping that you know they'll get a plug on Instagram oh. or whatever, and you know people yeah. will yes. come. Yes, come okay. to their store then. So. They okay. said that he was lucky that that day he got first dips to go through the bag. He said the band guys take turns getting first through, and then you know then the crew gets to go through whatever's left. And so, there's a show on Netflix called Slobby's World. I was okay. thinking of that. I thought it was too like obscure, so I didn't bring it up. I love it. Dude. It's so trashy, but I love it. Yeah, and I mean you it's can made learn for some like stuff. it's made from like I I don't even know who produced it, but I feel like this should be like a a world star hip hop exclusive streaming show. Yeah, because I didn't know what fan. That's what I'm doing in Mexico. I said I'm going for all the fake Gucci. <laughs> I'm going for all the made up stuff. Well, there's there's <laughs> fake, and then there's um. There's another category where they must like take real it's stuff and turn it into counterfeit. A, There's um yeah, where they take the actual pattern from like like a coach like bag yeah. and they sew it into a shoe yeah. and mix it with like Gucci, this, that, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was interesting to learn all that stuff. I mean the, the guy was selling things for a crazy amount and I'm like, why? But Yeah. Every T shirt, hundred and twenty five dollars. It was based out of Arizona, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's Remember like the old the, Sir Mix a lot song, Swap Meet Louie? No. Oh, 
<laughs> it's basically about you know swap meet Louis Vuitton like knockoff stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it, it probably wouldn't fly in today's society. It was a pretty racist okay. song, like making fun of Asian ladies selling you know knockoff Louis Vuitton stuff. But speaking of racist, Tyler, you kneeled during the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you what though, um, my my first week out in L.A was when all that was coming out and starting to happen. <clears throat> and so the night before the game, I'm in a hotel, and our team has like an hour and a half meeting, team meeting that's supposed to be talking about, you know, football, game plan, whatever. And instead we're talking about whether or not, you know, guys are going to kneel, whether or not we're going to stay out for the national anthem, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, then when the national anthem actually happened and guys did kneel, Fans in the crowd were just yelling at him, cussing at him. I mean, it just it ruined the whole national anthem, and it was it was cool to be a part of it and experience that because I mean, obviously, it's probably going to go down in history. But yes. at the same time, it's you know, I, I'm standing whether you know it, it's just not right to disrespect the flag, I guess. But my grandpa's you know both served in the army, and I've got family members still living that have served and. Yeah, they'd be rolling in their grave if I right. would, not, would not be standing. So right. Um, do you think Kaepernick's not in the league because of all that? I mean, I th- definitely think it has something to do with that. Yeah, you know, teams, and not even talking about just that, but in general, like character issues. Right. Front offices and GMs and people they don't want to deal with that stuff off the field. Yeah, and quarterbacks are going down like flies the last two yeah. weeks. And I mean, the well, guys. I mean, the Jets are on their third string quarterback, Luke Falk. He came in with us uh, his rookie year, the yeah. Titans. Yeah, and the guy's an athletic freak. I mean, you'd well, think it would be an easy Right, <laughs> but do you think Colin Kaepernick's a better quarterback than him? No, I'm saying Colin's a freak. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah right, like right, right. You'd think right, it would yeah. be an easy no-brainer just right. to sign him. and Or uh, who are the – Roethlisberger's out for the year. Breeze is yep. out for six weeks. Yep. There, there was a safety that I think did something – was it – I don't even know. Eli just went down because he sucks. Yeah, Eli got benched. Yeah, (laughs) but last year when we were we lost our safety during camp last year, and so it was between two guys, and I think one of them was a guy that like kneeled and whatever. And wasn't there a guy? And he ended up. I know who you're talking about. He ended up signing with the Panthers. Was it Eric Berry? I think so. Yeah, that sounds like the name. But um, we ended up signing the other guy, and I mean, whether it had anything to do with that or not, who knows? But right, I just find that interesting because there's guys that obviously get in some legal trouble. And, you know, they don't miss hardly any time or they get a short suspension, but somebody doing something like that, which morally wrong or however you feel about it, I think there's worse things that players are still playing for than, you know, the guys that kneeled for a flag. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But well, the, the, guys kneeling, the-, the kneeling for the flag of, of how what it stood for and all that, but football's I mean, still a business. Yeah. And they don't want distractions. Yeah. You know, no matter how right or wrong what they're standing up for or not, they're looking at it as a business. So I think they had to blast through this. Yeah. Well, and that was you're saying they as in the league, the league. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Our (laughs) this one was super clear there. (laughs) The NFL league. Yes. Our head coach at the time, he made a comment about that. He's like, guys, I get what you're trying to do, but if you guys keep doing this and ratings keep dropping, like Mm -hmm. you're taking money out of your own pockets. And, you know, I don't think players looked at it like that. They were just trying to send a message, which, you know, I get doing that. Um, There's probably a better time to do that, and especially – I mean, you understand the reason for it. 
Yeah. 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 And that they're, I mean, the people who kneel, they're using the NFL as it's the most watched thing ever. That's their platform. Whatever. I mean, I mean, they have a right to do that too. I mean, it's free both ways, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I see both sides of the argument. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Yeah, no, for sure. But when you're a player and you're kneeling and then you realize, right. oh, shoot, I'm probably pulling money out of my own pocket. Shoot myself in the foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stand and then you're, donate what, that money to a right. you know, charity or something. What's the average lifespan of uh, or career span of a an NFL player like three two, years, two point three years, something like that. Point three. Yeah. You're basically oh right at that, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, this is my fourth year technically, but but um, I mean, as far as active roster time, you're yeah. kind of right at that. Yeah. So obviously, I don't expect you to say it, but is there a team that if they <laughs> called, you'd be like not interested at all? No, no, I would go wherever to anybody. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's what if it was places. in the XFL? <laughs> I actually know a guy who's going to be coaching in that. Okay. Um, and has reached out to me. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where if you have a chance in the NFL, the money is so much better. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so if say if you go this season and unfortunately you don't get picked up, then would you look at the XFL for next year? No, I think I would still give the NFL a shot. We'd wait another, give it another year. Yeah, a lot of times guys will sit out for a year and then they'll get signed to a roster and then yeah. you get a whole other off season and fall camp with the team and right. sometimes you you know you meet a new coaching staff and it clicks yep so so we were talking about ben roethlisberger going out for the season and they had was it jarvis landry was their backup quarterback or jarvis landry or he's a wide receiver yeah. for the browns yeah. is it dobbs i forget who it was but the guy that was big ben's backup for like the last five years he just got just signed with yeah, the xfl yeah well now big ben's out for the year and, he and can't he's come locked back. into his xfl xfl contract oh, he can't come back <laughs> can't come back uh, son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> that's why i asked because you'd probably be in the same boat like if you went this year you know what what does their season start oh i think their first game is the week after the super bowl so obviously their preseason would start during the nfl playoffs i suppose but I th- you you'd probably be locked in and wouldn't be able to go to an NFL camp if that opportunity arose then. Yeah, and see that's where like the a- the AAF. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever paid attention yeah. to that league or not. I have a Johnny Manziel. Oh, Corey, we paid attention was the biggest to it. Fan we really paid attention jersey. to it. Yeah. It's between them and then now your new thing is the, like the loon or something. Like yeah, that. you love yeah. the loons in Minnesota yeah. United. I don't love. I don't Minnesota watch United. soccer. Big soccer fan over here. <laughs> I'm a Whitecaps fan. He, he, he missed he the even show one night for it. Jeez. <laughs> but the AAF though they they would let you, they would let you go back up to an NFL team, you know. You yeah, could, right. Oh, they would. Okay. Yeah, breach your contract or whatever, and go to an NFL team if they wanted you. I so. saw, I thought that was the. I think that I said this last week too that they were smart in what they wanted to do. They wanted to be an unofficial development league as much as they could be, but they didn't have the money. Like the yeah. backing just fell through, which is where Vince McMahon, if he gets into a pinch, he's got billions. Yeah, probably two or three billion dollars in his is, bank is, account. It's Vince McMahon is too competition based in his mind, so he has no interest. I don't think, at least right now, with working with the NFL. Yeah. Whereas he wants to be compete with which them is as an stupid. alternative. You know, because I mean, his first press conference that he had is going back to it. Our players are, you know, if a player kneels during the national anthem, they're out of the league. Like. If they have a criminal history, I'm like, well, that knocks out half of, like, your potential talent pool because, like, I mean, what's a criminal history? A speeding ticket? That's part of your criminal record. Right. It'll be interesting with the rules rules of the game, though, because 
if they, you know, the NFL is, for lack of a better term, getting soft mm-hmm. in in the ruling, and they're trying to be as safe as they can, which I get that. But if the XFL allows a little bit more of the hitting, I think you know fans might enjoy that more. You know, if you're seeing some big hits or the yes. quarterback is not getting a, a penalty every time he just barely gets touched and goes down to the ground. You know, what I mean, like you're talking to. I mean, yeah. us too for sure. We watched football through the eighties. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of violent hits. Oh yeah. And now it's like it's good, but it's not. Aaron Rodgers barely gets touched, and it's I know. fifteen well, yards. Yes. Roughly. Fantasy but football that's saved of ratings, it. You know, fantasy you need football all saved these it. good looking quarterbacks for good TV ratings. Yeah, you do. Rodgers looks pretty goofy with that mustache. I'm just. <laughs> 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 as tim is uh I sporting think, a mustache we talked about this last week i i said that i think a, a league like the xfl would have a better six chance at success instead of doing it in the spring if they did it in the fall but did it on like tuesday nights just for the fact that i think people associate football with fall and in the spring nobody wants to watch football I mean, I think if the NFL transitioned to the spring, I think their ratings would drop just because of the time yes. of year that people want to get out and do other things. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. The about only thing that. that would suck is just, I mean, you watch NFL on Sunday, Monday, and now Thursday nights. And then people are watching high school on Fridays. Yeah, you and got college high school on, on Friday. Saturdays. So it's like to add another day in there. I don't know if, how that would work. I mean, right. It's that's why I said it would have to be like Tuesdays would be the only night available. NFL needs to kill the Thursday night game. As a player, do you hate the Thursday night game as far as being having to get ready early? You hate the week getting ready, but you probably like the week after. Exactly, right? yeah. It's it's a quick turnaround, but then you get that. You know, if the coach is nice, you'll get two or three days off over that weekend and get to kind of kick back and get your body right. So, and as a viewer, I hate it because it's always a bad game. It seems like the last two years we've had some just horrible Thursday night games. Check out the Monday night schedule. Ugh. This year, I mean, yes, I haven't really. No. Well, this week was <laughs> the Browns and the Jets. That <laughs> mm-hmm. was. That was bad. Yeah, look all further on the Monday night thing. I'm like, I looked at him like, oh my god. One of the guys I work with is a huge Jets bears fan. In the he grew up in this New week. York. What's that? It's Bears in the R words this week. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. <laughs> I'd really like to know how they pick all that stuff. If it's just based on personnel and the year before, I mean, the schedule. You mean? Yeah. You know, because obviously when, like. Later in the season, though, um, I know last year, our last game of the season was like a playoff game to get into the playoffs mm-hmm. with the Colts, and so they bumped that to a 7 o'clock game. But the Monday schedule set, right? Right. That can't be flexed. The only one that can be flexed is the Sunday night games. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, because like my first year, my rookie year, we weren't as good the two years prior. Mm-hmm. And then we had a year where we went like 9 and 7 or whatever. And then the following year, we had a <clears> – <throat> couple Sunday night games and a Monday night game and so it must just kind of be based off that well I think it's based you know uh, was Mariota there before you got there yeah he was there for a year okay you know but you wonder if you get a big name player like that that people are interested in watching yep yeah um you know rivalries obviously play something into it I mean you look at the Browns they had how many big signings this offseason right so. you know yeah, they Jesus were a team that people and they all lose week to, one yeah <laughs> yeah not even lost. Well, they got I mean, torched. Yeah. You even kind of look at the the Vikings on how many primetime games they have this year <coughs> compared to the last few. Well, they, they got more. Yeah. They want Kirk Cousins. To, I mean, they want <laughs> us to lose, <laughs> <laughs> don't they? 
<laughs> you a Vikings fan? I was growing up, but yeah, I mean they yeah. let they let me down just uh, like they let you guys down. Yeah, yeah. for twenty yes. some years, whatever. And when it you're was. playing yes. for one team, That's it's hard to be yeah. a fan of another. Yeah, I tell people I'm a fan. You know, I got a good buddy, um, Josh Klein, who's on the Vikings oh, offensive yeah. line. He's the right guard right now. Played with him in Tennessee, and so I just like to see you know people that I've played with or people that I know have success. Um, obviously, playing at Wisconsin, there's a lot of linemen in the league, mm-hmm. guys like Melvin. Um, Corey Clement, he's had uh, a Super Bowl win. James White, who's killing it with the Patriots. I mean, it's just fun to watch those guys do well. Was there another running back that maybe finished up or was a senior year, freshman year? That Monty Ball. Yeah, Monty Ball. Go. But I, thought, I was thinking of another one, but that might have been before your time. Uh, John Clay. Yeah. Was, yeah, he, my, that have been my senior year of high school. Okay. He was a, a senior. Is there a Wisconsin guy on the Cowboys? Yeah, uh, Travis Frederick. There you go. There the center. The center. He yes. went through that. Um, <clears throat> he had that medical issue last year. I don't even remember what it was, but I got to talk to him before the game when we played him. And yeah, it's just cool to reconnect with those guys when you're all on different teams. And right. You play each other. You a jersey swap guy? No, because they cost you three hundred fifty bucks. Oh, holy crap! So Jeez. if you swap with somebody, <laughs> that comes out of your pocket. Yeah, I can barely afford enough to. Um, you know buy them for myself or at the end of the year i just want one of every color right you know so you don't even get to keep them 350 bucks yeah but tom brady uh he wanted to trade me i said hell yeah hello ebay (laughs) game (laughs) worn (laughs) i'll make that can you sign that too please yeah (laughs) or gronk like i know you're not 69 but can you write like gronk 69 lol on there or something (laughs) so even your game jerseys you have to they they give us one at the end of the year. Okay. And then um, I think my first two years, our jerseys were different. We did, like, the new jersey thing yeah. my third year. And so then they bumped up from, like, 200 a piece to 350 And our helmets were 200 bucks a piece, which we got new helmets this last year. So it's like, you know, you want to have that for your man cave, you know, kind of like down here. It'd be mm-hmm. cool to have jerseys hanging on the wall, you know, someday in my basement or whatever it is. So These are, these are like um – Game worn beers, so we put one up. Yeah, <laughs> in the Ex- case exactly. <laughs> hey, we're gonna rate the last. Yeah, beer we gotta talk about this beer quick. Yeah, and just you don't wanna mo- kill the moment, uh, you know. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. Sorry. <laughs> Before we get that like. taste out of our mouth. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll read the can here. Uh, this is uh, crushing nuts peanut butter porter from Talking Waters. Uh, contains nuts and lots of them. We loaded this baby up with over 10 pounds of peanut butter to deliciously complement all of the roasted coffee and dark chocolate porter flavors. A little lactose sweetens the deal and will make this one or make this one go down smooth like butter. I am allergic to peanuts. I wish I would have known that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, the lactase or the lactose in it. I'm like, that's what I was tasting. I didn't know yes. this was yeah. different than most porters that I've had. I'm like, that lactose did it. It's a good one. I think so. That one is actually one of the better porters that you I've had. You know the new trend right now is people taking these peanut butter porters and mixing them with like a, a raspberry sour to do like a peanut butter jelly ah, sort of thing. It doesn't I'm sound I'm not brave good. enough to do that, but... I would order one, but I wouldn't buy a six-pack. This might be a dumb question, but what is the difference between a porter and a stout? Because that, that's pretty thick for a porter, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That almost tastes more like a stout to me, but... I don't know the difference. I know aren't stouts like coffee based? Usually your stouts are your highest 
it's your strongest. Right. Stout, stout, I think in German means strong. Okay. I think. I, that's, I mean, I know stouts are always stouts, higher. Stouts are the strong. Are Starts, always higher uh, alcohol, but as far as the brewing yes. process, I'm not. Okay. Stouts are always higher in alcohol. Stouts content, are always going to have, yeah, they're definitely going to have a little more of an alcoholic. Boozy kind of. Boozy taste to them, too. And maybe it's the peanut butter in there that makes it a little thicker. and Right. And the mm-hmm. lactose is going to do that, too. Yeah. Yes, the la- yes. It's good, though. Yes. I enjoyed that. Like, that, was, that was really good. This is the best one I've had since Dangerous Man's Peanut Butter Porter. That beer was super good. That You brought us on the 24-hour show. Yes. Oh. You brought a bunch of them down. I don't remember, but I'm sure I did. I'd go 375 <laughs> on that. Mm. We should rank it. <laughs> we'll have Tyler rank it, too. Here's our rankings. Um, I am going to give it a 375 as well. That's perfect. I'm going to give it a th- 3.8. You slut. Yep. Joe, what are you going to rate your Gatorade up there? <laughs> Looks like he's drinking a ham. What, what do you think, Tyler? So what? what you, <laughs> just so I kind of know, like the best beer you guys have had, do you rank it? <laughs> I've never ranked anything a five. I'm always I'm chasing something a little bit better. Right. Closest I've gotten was like a four seven. I five. had one beer that yep. I did rate a six on our scale of five. <laughs> yeah, it was Natter Days. <laughs> yeah, right. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it was. Because I mean, me being like a porter and stout guy. See, it does make a difference. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to rank that like a four. Okay. Yeah. So you All really right. like this one. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. For a porter. Uh, and I and I do try to, personally, I try to rate them based on what they're, what they are too. I mean, mm-hmm. even if, even if yes. I don't like a specific style of beer, if I think it's very good for that specific style, even if it's not my favorite, I'll rate it higher than yeah. I might normally. Right. It's kind of like the... I. I'm coming around to stouts, as we know through the history of this podcast. I'm starting to get better with them, but the first one that really broke through to me was that Untitled Art Horchata White Milk Stout. Yes, that one did it because it wasn't that was like really, really good. It wasn't like a normal stout. It was horchata instead of coffee tasting. It was like sugary. Right. Yeah, it was right. good. You you you're always thinking stouts taste like coffee, and you don't like for coffee. the most part they do though. And that one didn't didn't taste even like a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that funeral bar too, which I still have a can over there ready to go. No, thank you. I will have that again later. <laughs> they're actually coming out with that next month, I think. Are they? Again, they're reissuing that again. Surly is. I'll skip it. Hey, before we uh, change the topic to scout, uh, yeah. stouts here, there's a company in Chicago, Goose Island. Yep. <laughs> have you got? Do they have like this bourbon? every year? Yeah. yeah. I need to get my hands on some of those, but I think they come out. Like on people Black go Friday nuts or? over them. Yeah, you can't hardly people find them. People will line up for that thing in line for like two, three days before. Yeah, yeah. but the the flavors that they have look amazing. <clears throat> yes. I mean, there's like a vanilla, yeah, right. a raspberry. I mean, I I need to but try them. They're, they're probably like they're always hard to find. They're probably forty dollars a bottle, but oh, um, who cares? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really expensive. I actually before I came back up, um, I was living down in Bourbon Country, and so I went and. Uh, saw a few distilleries. Oh yeah, and it's pretty interesting to see, you know, these bourbons that are aged for twenty years. They can't really judge how you know they're going to sell twenty years later, right? And so now there's a shortage on. I don't know, have you guys heard of like Pappy Van Winkle? Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's a pretty rare bourbon because I think liquor stores will get like maybe a bottle a year, and it's gone. You know, yeah. so 
so the owner keeps it. Yeah, he, he just yeah, he <laughs> doesn't like, even put it on the shelf. What am I in the business for? <laughs> I get I get a treat every now once in a while. What was your favorite bourbon then, while down there? Um, well, actually, so Pappy Van Winkle, uh, it's a Buffalo Trace is the name of the distillery, yep. but it's a weeded bourbon, and they have a another bottle called Weller. It's like W L Weller, yeah, W L Weller. Um, and the only difference, it's the same recipe. It's just aged only like seven or eight years in a barrel versus okay i think the pappy's like 10 15 and 23 or something like that so yeah. it's like so it's smooth and it's a weeded bourbon i don't if you like rye bourbon you yes. know it's a little stronger but yeah the weeded bourbon I don't know, it's smooth and you can just drink it straight or over some ice the rye had a little more spicier taste to it correct yeah. if yeah. i remember right yep yes yeah, I mean that's what I liked. I like that little extra yeah. thing. Well, that. when it's negative thirty in Minnesota, yes, <laughs> you might need that burn to warm you up a little bit. <laughs> Wasn't really a burn. It just you know that yeah. had that little spice taste to it. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I enjoy bourbon too. I mean, it's kind of just like craft beer. It's kind of the thing right now. Yes. It comes with the territory yes, when is. you're living in Nashville too, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's Seems there's a lot of like history down. There. It's like living in New Orleans. You have to drink shells. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of shells, um, did you know that? I mean, we all know, but they are opening a distillery. The I don't know if it's going to be under the Shell's flagship brand name, but but they own it. Yeah. It's yeah. The person. Yeah. The guy who like runs Shells. What's his name? He's opening a whiskey um, distillery. Oh, uh, Marty. Well, Marty. Marty. The old the old man is I think technically the main owner. But he's got two boys that right. I think are doing. Correct. I think that's yep. why we're starting to see Shell's IPA. Yeah, and like the sangria, and yep. they're All not that. just yes. It's not just deer brand anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the I deer was, brand is good. I was never a for sure Shell's guy, but I've went and d- did their tour a time or two, and um, multiple times. Yeah, I've done it multiple times. <laughs> Didn't you tell me it was like being in school, like a field trip? Yes. Like, my God, yes. let's get to the end. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> is fairly long, but there is a lot of history behind it. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, when you get to the beer, as long as you talk good to the tour guide, he'll give you a couple extra, and <laughs> yep. you can feel good by the time you're getting out of there. See, that's why I get pissed off with Minnesota uh, brewery laws. Um, one brewery, a brewery, if you're going to exist in the state of Minnesota, you can have one tap room. So, because Shells own Star Keller, that's their main tap room. Okay. The sour place. Have you been there? Have you I have it? not, but I've had some of their their beer at yeah. Shells. Yeah. Um, Shells just can't open up a tap room, which I think Shells tap room would kill. See, it but would. I over think the summertime, would. they were telling me that they have on beer Sundays the beer garden. Yep. Yes. So did that i don't summer. understand is it. that cool or is it worth uh, it no yeah w- way worth it yeah yes. it's just like brats and polka music right no there's no live music you just go and order your beer and sit down outside and okay very german thing to do drunk. it was a festival that i was seeing a flyer for then okay it was yes something poker related and they had food there, there too was like probably 30 picnic tables and they yeah. were all full but i know cool. i know i just saw that they're gonna be coming out with like a porter in october or something and they would have never done that no i think before True. The yeah. and I don't know the guy's name, but he's the kid of mm-hmm. Jace. Yeah, that's the T- name. Yep. T- Ted is the o- the old man. The dad, yeah, yep. yeah. So they've had their Citra Blanc, which is an, was an Excellent. IPL, which was I think to date my favorite beer I've ever had from Shells, and they discontinued it, and that was a couple years ago. But then since then they've done uh, a Rye Experimental IPA, which was a one and done, and now they have their main IPA, which is it's okay. Are you, an, are you an IPA guy? 
I like IPAs, yeah. Okay. It's what got me going, but yeah. But isn't the Porter now? Cause My favorite shell is Hefeweizen. Isn't it Fort Hills that's Porter? Their, that's their best. Yeah. I think is the name of it, too. Is that what it's going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in the Harvest Pack? Has anybody had the Harvest Pack here? Not yet no. this year. Because the Harvest Pack has that um, their Stag Series, which is their um, Australian-style oh. Marzen. Yeah, I had that. And there is one more new beer in there. I think it might be it might be the Porter. I'll check it out quick. The, the Stag Series... Uh, how, how do you pronounce it? Marzen? Or I don't know Marzen? how to say it. It's Oktoberfest beer. Yes. Marzen. But the Steak Series one is like their regular Oktoberfest beer, light. So it's like Oktoberfest light. I got a bunch beer. of Oktoberfest it's, in the it's fridge. Lighter, it's lighter. It's more crisp. It's, it's yeah. A, it's a, I could drink that while well, I drank a whole six pack of it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. I enjoyed it. Is it like a, is it a goose? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, a ghost. No, it's like no. Goose. Oh, uh, Goose Town? Goose Town. Goose Town. Yeah, yeah that was one of my... F- I mean, like it's more of a summertime... Yep. Session IPA, sorry. Was, that was the salty one, right, too? I don't know. I had it probably two, three years ago, okay. and I just remember I really enjoyed it and ended up buying a six-pack, I think, of that show. Uh, I think they plays. changed that quite a bit. <laughs> I think they changed that a lot, like they do with their... Um, uh, oh, yeah. The winter Snowstorm or whatever yeah. it's called. It's different every year, a little bit different. The Session IPA is the other one in the Harvest Box. That's okay. the new one. So it, it, even a lighter version of their IPA, I don't know. Well, if you like if you like good aged stouts and porters, I've got a couple that uh, I know you're leaving town tomorrow and hoping not to come back. But, yeah. Uh, I <laughs> when look. I get back, are you gonna hold on to them for <laughs> Tyler? Don't come uh, back. I mean, we're literally talking like surly darkness. I got surly darkness from 2014 and one from 2000 and two bottles from 2015. Nice. What do you do? Just leave them in your. They're yeah, they're made to be aged. Okay. Yeah, Tyler. Corey, he's a beer hoarder. Oh yeah, he, this, that's yeah. But those are made to be <laughs> aged. They can sit as long as you want. Them Just like to. this could be. This one's bottle conditioned. Right. The sour is. But I would not like. I would see it every time I open the fridge, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna drink that." <laughs> yeah, that's how most people operate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, we'll buy beer specifically for the show, and then I'll be like, "We didn't have it this week, so well, I'm having it tonight, the next <laughs> right. night." Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't make it to the show a lot of times with me. I'm <laughs> very good about buying stuff for the show, and it makes it to the show. Yeah, he's been the best beer. Corey, you're the best beer contributor to the show. Well, thanks. By far. We've had, I think, our most wild, crazy stuff from you. Thanks. Especially like that one time you bought a you brought a whole growler full of something from Wichita. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're on to the next one. You're like, no, no, no. One. You're like, no, 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 guys. We got like half a growler left. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. I was using Minnesota size, so I thought it was going to be like a... What are we talking about? Those are all Minnesota except for one. Well, okay, but in Minnesota, you can get like a 32-ounce, yeah. and he brought... And I actually ordered two <laughs> of them, funny. thinking that I was nope. getting the 32-ounce, and he brings two 64-ounce ones over to the table, and I'm like, oh. No, you said you went to it. I remember the text thread made me laugh so hard because you're like... So I'm at this place that, that seems like hazy. it's like a... It seems like it's uh, uh, like a Granite City brewery or something, right. some chain brewery, and you're like, it, he comes out and he serves me the, this drink, and I'm like, check out this son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm a, like, that was a damn good beer. You're like, we'll take two growlers to go. It was. Plop. <laughs> Just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's gotta... not much in Wichita. No. no. <laughs> the shockers. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I brought up the shockers to my cat or to my Uber driver when I was down there, and you could tell that that's like the number one topic that out of towners bring up to them. Because outside of uh, 
So, how long you been doing this? Uh, right. You guys make a lot of money doing this? How or? long you been driving an Uber? How much money do you make? <laughs> <laughs> and so no, they love asking that. So or hearing heard, that one. I heard that uh, you got like a stipend of like Lyft rides or Uber rides. Yeah. As, how, as how did a, you hear this? <laughs> I've got sources. Uh, yeah. There may have been somebody that is a listener to our show that was in Nashville and, and spent a night or two with you and... Okay. Um, Went out to a couple spots. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in the dark, just like you are, listeners. We talked about it. Well, we talked about them earlier. There's yeah. a, you know, and I don't know how many teams do this, but it was the DWI prevention um, program for our team. Right. And in Nashville, there's not much parking available. And if there is, it's, you know, you got to pay for it. So the smart thing to do is just Uber or Lyft. And, uh, yeah, so that we were allowed so many lifts a day and um i mean it was nice because even if you just go out and have dinner and have one drink you know you just don't have to worry about it and don't have to worry about parking or the driving or exactly yeah and then there's always those funny experiences where you've got a goofy driver or you can't understand the driver so you never know how you're going to get there if you're going to get there and um yeah it made for some good times and you know my parents my family they've never really left springfield minnesota right um so to have them in there and experience that was pretty funny. We had some good times, but uh, yeah, it, it was very nice to have. I actually, um, we were allowed to use it in the off season too, and so my brother, my middle brother, lives up by Fargo, and there's a handful of breweries up there, and so uh, I took her in junkyard. Yeah, and uh, Fargo Brewing, it's pretty good. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So I took him on a brewery tour. I called it, but we used my Lyft <laughs> account, and so. Him and I went and probably got pretty drunk got after smoked. the end of the night. But that's a that's a team thing, not an NFL league. Yeah, thing. it's just a team okay. thing because like L.A. did not have that. Okay, um, they should. NFL should have that. Well, yeah. I mean, if if you're a organization and you don't want, you know, Joe Schmo, right, getting a DWI or even thinking about drinking and driving, and a lot of those guys have really nice vehicles that they don't want to leave parked on the street. They hook you up with um, regular Uber or like Uber X. I mean, I think the NFL could, you could afford get whatever that. you want. There's like a money limit on it too. So, dude, I'm front seat every time. Doesn't matter how few people are with me. I just want to talk to the guy. Yeah. I always sit in the front. <laughs> but see, there. Megan get, gets mad. She sits in the back seat. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay, we're pointing out things, like making jokes. By the end, I'm best friends, and uh, we're exchanging numbers, and we're tax pals. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, it's just cool because you never know who the heck you're going to meet. So would you use that to get to practice and stuff? Or did no, you, you can't use it to get to the facility, to or from the facility, or to or from an airport. Okay. Those are the two rules from our team. So how far were you from the practice facility? I lived, man, I lived in like four or five different places when I was oh, down there. But my most recent one, I was maybe a half mile from it. Oh, nice. Because at one point I was living out, you know, 20 minutes away, and if you hit traffic, it'd be an hour drive. Mm. And so I was like, forget that. I'm going to pay a little extra and live right next door. I remember watching Hard Knocks a few years ago. I don't even remember who the team was. It might have been Tampa Bay. But one of the like one of the rookies rode his bike every day because he didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> and then when, once he got his driver's license, like the whole team just like, like basically like jumped around him there was silly string being sprayed on him like <laughs> congratulations you're an adult a 21 year old adult <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of teams will go off site you know they'll go stay in like dorms or whatever so guys will bring pedal bikes there 
yep. and ride to and it's from. It's a big thing with like the Packers, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. If I remember correctly, Cordell Patterson at the when it was at, in Mankato had like the coolest like low rider chopper bike <laughs> that he got very concerned with when it was parked. Like he was yelling at the people, like make sure it stays there and all that. You know. <laughs> He's in Chicago now, isn't he? Yes. I'm not even sure. Yes. He kind of caught on with returning kicks. Right. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yep. He Maybe you should the, try that. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish. <laughs> I don't even know the last time I touched a football. Oh, what about, um, wasn't it Penn State last year, the kicker? Was that the big dude? That the was, kicker was huge, yeah. Yeah, that could be, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota needs a kicker. There yes. we go. <laughs> uh, Joe found out that he's being converted into a long snapper, so... Dude, that's the best gig right there because you don't have the stress. I mean, you have to be good at your job at snapping it, but you don't have to worry about kicking a 50-yard field goal or 55, 60-yard field goal to win a game. What's the matter with our kickers nowadays? It seems like a lot of them are are missing them. Yeah, I don't know. Is there, well, they I mean, backed like, it up a little bit. Yeah, but like you look at Gary Not Anderson, much. and the guy didn't miss all right, year right. until the mm-hmm. – NFC Championship game, I believe. Yeah, 98. I was still fairly young, but... <laughs> well, I remember it. <laughs> I do, too. I don't know. I don't know if it's... I know where I was. You know, a lot of guys... I think it's kind of like golf, where their hips and their knees really get affected from all the swinging. Okay. You know, and so I don't know if it's just a more of a short-lived career for them, and I, I don't know. I've kind of got this theory as far as Minnesota-specific that we're used to guys like Gary Anderson that were just lights out, and then we had Longwell who was lights out forever, that now when we have a guy that might not even be bad, but he's maybe average or slightly above the NFL average. Or just young. But but because they're not, you know, making 99% of their kicks, you know, we as fans, because we've become accustomed to these guys that are making 100%, Yes, but it's even our coach, though, Corey. I mean, similar even, like last year, <laughs> Daniel Carlson, get the fuck out of here. You right. Know? And then he goes and makes <laughs> makes bank in, was it, was it uh, Oakland? He's, yes. He's, and he's good. He's lights yeah. out in Oakland. So, like, Blair Walsh was sick at the beginning of his career with us. Sure. He was Legatron, they called him. He was making those 60-yarders. No. Was he Legatron? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was making insane yeah. ones. And then towards the yes. end of his run here, I, I'm – Telling you, it's going to come back well, to he Zimmer. Was, he was in camp with, uh, remember Atlanta this year too, when and got Atlanta. Cut. Okay. Yeah. You know, to put it in a player's perspective, though, I mean, if he goes, what do they call it? The yips. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's it's such a high stress thing, right? And if he does miss one field goal or one PAT, like it could cost him the game. I mean, yep. if If you mess up on one sign, like. You fix it and maybe cost you a couple bucks or whatever. Not really. Yeah, you, you know just what tell the customer. Yeah, take like it. if you mess up on an order, you just go back and <laughs> get the supplies you need. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, right. True. Uh, people, people, but, people mess up in their everyday lives. Right. Well, and it's just no on. one's perfect. Yeah. Well, next you're thing in a spotlight is, is in that, that position, that, though. Is to have that yes. character of, I'm gonna try my best, but if I'm not perfect. On to the next kick. NFL's entertainment, and watching me work at a lumberyard nobody's paying <laughs> to see but me. I, but I think, <laughs> I think that trigger is pulled quicker with kickers and maybe even long snappers sooner than, I mean, a quarterback isn't going to get cut because he throws an interception in a prime spot mm-hmm. and loses them a game. Mm-hmm. 
but a kicker yeah. will get cut because he missed a field goal. And, you know, lately, yeah. lately for sure, lately. Right. I don't feel like it, I feel like it didn't used to be like. Well, I think like with Carlson last year, if he'd have missed that kick against any other team, he'd probably still have a job with right. the Vikings. It definitely goes back to what Adam was saying, though. Um, you just have to forget about it. Like even as an offensive lineman, like if if I give up a sack, I can't let that affect me for the next. 10 plays you know because right. otherwise you're just going to dig yourself into a hole it's you're in the position too where if you're not in the news everything's going great right yeah if they're talking True. about you it's probably bad right yeah. it's either a penalty or sack or tackle tfl i mean it's yeah yes did you okay there's no glory <laughs> the o-line position but it's also a good thing because you can kind of fly under the radar and no one really knows who you are right i remember watching um your game uh against ohio state Oh yeah. I'm uh, sorry to bring that up. Yeah, let's I'm sorry to bring that up. <laughs> Next. I'm not gonna Okay. <laughs> I just remember seeing your face. Megan would always go, Oh, there's time oh because <laughs> she's not a football fan at the time. I've since converted her. Yeah. Like I I showed her fantasy football and that's gotten her in. Yeah. You know, but like I was always watching college games and I'm like, because there was a local tie, I didn't even know you, but I'm like, Oh, it's a person from Springfield of course you're going to support that yeah watch that but I'm like every time you're out and you see him moving around I'm like no yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a brutal game uh we had a good run too that year I mean, yes you did we beat like Nebraska Iowa and Minnesota to win the eh. our side of the conference and so we were rolling but yeah then was that just, still when it was like the legends and the no I think it was the or was it switched to the east and the east west, and west yeah. then there was like a couple years where it was legends and oh, I forget yeah. what the other one was called. Did you ever get recruited? That. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Um, you're getting recruited from Springfield from all these D1 schools. What the hell is that like? Because you're a small town kid. First of all, all of them is Minnesota, Wisconsin, and South Dakota State offered me. But okay. But wasn't there like, I wasn't there, but wasn't there like, I heard somebody said there was a helicopter landing of one of the coaches near the football field? Yeah. Who uh, was that? Brewster flew his helicopter Brewster down. Brewster flew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, and he, not that he, he didn't just like drive or fly to the airport. He like buzzed the field. Yeah. And then went to the airport. Yeah. And someone picked him up out there. Man, it was cool. There was coaches pulling me out of school left and right. I mean, I talked to Illinois State, North Dakota, like, Iowa State. I mean Iowa. I mean, I got to go see my first ever college game was Iowa Iowa State, which is a huge rivalry. Yes. Yeah, you missed a good chunk of your senior year, right? Uh, I got hurt like week six. Er, okay, but um, my offers kind of came in the summer going into my senior right, year. Right, right. And the only reason why I got offered was because I went to camps. So there was a weekend, one of the more brutal weekends of my life. Um, I think I went to a Minnesota camp on saturday and it was like two two-hour practices and then and grant you're going against good competition it's not right. single a <laughs> competition you know nothing against small town jackson Minnesota. Murray central it wasn't is. it is what it is yeah and it's then from there so brewster literally hmm. pulled me off to the side afterwards and he's like we're gonna offer you a scholarship like we want you to commit now and i'm like well i already paid for a wisconsin uh, camp so my parents and my brothers they had their motorcycles in the trailer and we were going to drive down to wisconsin saturday night and then sunday i was going to go to camp sunday monday tuesday there and so i was like i already spent money on this like i gotta go see what's gonna happen so i go there and i think it was the same thing where it was like two a days basically for three days straight mm -hmm. like i was the most sore the most beat up i've ever been but i got offered from both those schools and um yeah what made you pick badgers over the gophers 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, I get it the talent wise and stuff, but I'm like, your allegiance. Where did the like? You know, it's like I, I was just want to win. I get it. I was never a, a huge Gopher fan. Okay, like, my family. We were we were Vikings fans. We were more yeah. professional fans than yep. college fans. But knowing what I know now, I would rather watch college ball. Right. You know, um, but I do not regret going and playing for the Badgers. Of I mean, course not. You started like like freaking from day one, right? Basically. Yeah, I was there for I started three years, but it was Yeah. Yeah. I mean and I you got to go awesome to career there. Rose Bowls and win games. I mean Yeah. It so, was a blast. It would have been great to play for more maroon and gold and stay two hours away and uh, my brother at the time was going to school in Bloomington. So I mean it was too bad, you know, the programs weren't flipped at the time and I could have Well, I mean Brewster did such a great job. <laughs> yeah. But hey, what's, what's you would have had to be for Jerry so, Kill so then. Just uh, the offers yeah, were basically right. the same, but it was because Wisconsin was a much better program, yeah. having more success. That's but why you chose them. You talk about Kill though. Um, when I tore my ACL my senior year, the doctor that did it was the Gopher doctor. Okay. And so when I'm having like my whatever three months Gopher doctor tore your ACL, he fixed it. Oh, gotcha. Me. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was. I'm in his office and he's like, yeah, your leg is good. And he's like, so how's the recruiting process going? Like, you know, we just hired Jerry kill, man. He's a good coach. Like you want, you want to meet him? You want him to come over here? I'll call him, tell him you want to meet him. Like you can go over to his office right now. And so I kind of, you know, flirted around with that idea for a little bit. And I think the Badgers got word of that and they called me up and was like, Hey man, you're, what are you doing? You know, like let's stick to the process here come be a badger and win games and so okay, okay. i never ended up talking to to coach kill but um it was kind of funny because i was down in marco island like three years later for spring break and he had a place down there i don't know if he does anymore but we were literally sitting on the same beach like 20 yards away from each other Ooh. i had my wisconsin stuff on he had his gopher stuff on and he <laughs> looks like a gopher with gopher with yeah. those fucking glasses and bald head <laughs> he was reading a book i was soaking in the sun having beers <laughs> well, I, I did nerd. Always, you made the right choice i had a guy <laughs> I used to work with that was a. Uh, he was a wisconsin alum and he had three kids that were all wisconsin alums none of them played football but they were you know season ticket holders went to every game so you know when he got word that i was from he doesn't knew enough about the team that he knew just from where I lived. He's like, oh, you know this kid, right? I'm like, well, I know who he is, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so every time I'd see him, you know, he would always bring you up and yeah. talk about you. It's been cool. And I think my parents and families had fun with it because we are from such a small area that, you know, there's people that Lucas has met up in Fargo or Jacob when he's in Montevideo that are like, oh, you're, are you related to that Tyler kid at all? And, you know, and like yeah it's actually my brother or whatever so it's been fun and everyone's supported me and been you know been great in that aspect so it's great to come back here and so what is it, what is it like I and mean, maybe this is you seem like a humble kid but what's it like to come back from whether whether it's when you're a badger or, or when you're playing for the titans or the chargers to come back and go into you know towers and have these little kids from springfield or see at a football camp or a football practice you know what's that like for you it's cool because i mean i would go to mankato and try and get autographs from the vikings mm -hmm. you know i mean i'm sure you guys probably did the same thing but i can remember like bryant mckinney signing his rookie card that i had and i thought it was the greatest thing ever so 
anytime a kid comes up to me and asks me for any of that, it's like I try and go back to that time yep. when I was a kid. And I mean, I'm on Madden, you know. I, used right. to play I, Madden. I looked up your player ranking today. Probably not very good. But 60 something, 64, 65. Hopefully it's 69. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Well, even, you know, Joe up here, he's probably going to hate it because I'm going to bring it up. But for years, he had this little scrap of paper with Tyler Merritt's scribbled on it you yeah. know the autograph that he got for me at the pool that you know hung on the wall in his room forever it might even still be in there but yeah i mean and, <laughs> and those kids will hopefully remember that for the rest of their lives and you know i hope that there's kids that are playing ball right now that go on and do similar things to me because man it's been a great experience you know i met so many good people at wisconsin and in nashville um i still have good connections there today and hopefully you know if I want to get into coaching or something like that down the road, you know, you just never know. Would and that so, be the plan if, if the playing thing doesn't pan out? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play as long as I can. Right, I obviously. Think I have years ahead of me yet, but um, yeah, I'd like. I think I'd like to get into coaching. I've been kind of helping out the high school program, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I see in the newspaper once a year for that. Yeah, yeah, like with the camp, and but like I've been actually going to practice now that I'm home in the fall and gone to the games, but. I mean, nice. That's got to be awesome. Yeah, I just know so much about it. I've learned so much about it that I feel like I need to well, pass I, it on. I told Joe that you were going to be here tonight, and it's Joe's birthday, so I'm like, well, let's go. And well, happy birthday, man. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, he's like uh, he was at practice today. It's no big deal. I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> How old are you? Nice. Today. So, yeah, so he he is right in that wheelhouse, you know, where he was – you know, seven or eight years old when you were graduating from high school and going to Wisconsin. Yeah. And and he's going to hate me. I'm going to hear all about this. But he was the kid, like, first, second, third grade, when they're playing out in the playground, he doesn't want to play receiver. He doesn't want to play quarterback. He wants to play left tackle like there Tyler. Like that. He's always been the kid that wants to play Dude. the line. So. You better gain some weight. Well, now they, that's exactly, <laughs> what, Start exactly eating, what he's Start been eating. told. Uh, they've they've actually converted him over to the D line now this year. He's been playing a lot of D N. So nice, sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's it's cool to come back to Springfield and <clears throat> uh, fortunately, you know, we won state basketball mm -hmm. my senior year, and we kind of have a pretty good group of I remember that. guys that I was in college then. Yeah, yeah, we had a pretty good good group of guys that still will come back and hang out. You know, like at Riverside days or. Unfortunately, I don't make it back for holidays, but I know like the I night. I remember before. a few Riverside days ago, you ended up at my bonfire. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Well, <laughs> very. <laughs> that's yeah, that senior. Well, that, I mean, let's talk about that. So that you tore cool your ACL like midway through the football season, your senior year. Yeah. And made it back in time to play in the state tournament. It was a very dumb decision. Was it? Um, knowing I, what I know now, but I just wanted to play so bad. Right. I knew that we were good and had a shot. Yeah. So w when? What part of the? Did you play any of the regular season for basketball? Or it was, was a it, few games. Like, okay, right towards the tail end, and yeah. then all of the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a very dumb decision, and the Wisconsin coaches didn't want me to do it, but the doctor cleared me, and yeah, so it was one of those things where I was like, shoot, if I got the note in my hand, I might as well go for it. Well, I mean, for all you – I mean, you knew you were going to Wisconsin, but when you're in high school and your team's going to play in, in a state tournament, who's going to turn that down? Yeah. You know? Well, and I didn't do much. I just kind of jogged down the court and would sit at the block anyway. I didn't – Yeah. I didn't right. go too far away from the hoop. But. Right. Yeah, but, Grab some okay, rebounds. I remember watching all that, and you didn't have to try too hard, and you were following people. Yeah. Because you're just such a big presence out there. Well, and if, I mean, if there was a foul, they'd just call my People would number. run up to you and hit you, and they'd call the foul on you, and yeah. you're just standing there. It was ridiculous. Just because you're – it was just so unfair to you. Yeah. That's what I always thought. 
man there there's uh i don't i don't know if i should even say this but there <laughs> we played bbe in the state tournament yeah and um i somehow got a copy of this note that was sent from like a grandma in bbe saying how it was not fair that I was playing because I was <laughs> way too big. and So is it like Pop Warner football where you're supposed to have a special helmet it's, that yeah. you can't carry the ball? Yeah, it wasn't if, fair if you, to you. Yeah, if you weigh this much, you can't be playing. At, it was it was hilarious. I mean, I got a good laugh out of it. But And what was what was your what was your size in your senior high school? I was probably, I don't know, 6'6", 270. Okay. Because I think my first year at Wisconsin, I was like 275, and man, I was trying to put on weight as fast. And as what I could. are you at now? I'm like 310. Okay. My heaviest at Wisconsin was like 325, 330. My senior year, I got pretty big. I feel bad that this guy weighs like 70 pounds more than me, but carries it so much better. <laughs> How much did you say his weight was? So, Tyler, uh, I'm 310 right now, but like I went into college at 270, and I ended at like 325, 330. Nice. Yeah, you look a lot better than didn't us. Didn't carry it very well when I was 330, but especially just, with that tight jersey. Yeah, back then, you, know. you probably had 40 pounds of hair. Uh, dude, I had great <laughs> yeah, you hair You had long-ass <laughs> hair. Now, now I have no hair. You took like I remember like if you Googled you, the first thing that would pop up would be like a picture with you with shoulder-length hair and like a suit and a tie, and you're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the suit and tie just throws me off. <laughs> I had to. Was, of course you did. Yeah, yeah, it was team photos or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was... When you first walked up tonight, I, I just... It went through my head uh, the first time I met uh, uh, Steve Hutchinson, oh, old lineman for Vikings. When yeah. we first like signed him, yeah, I got to meet him like that summer or whatever, <clears throat> and uh, he was wearing a tight gray T-shirt just like you. And when you walked up to him, I'm like, "Yep, old lineman." Yeah, <laughs> man. And and a lot of people are like professional old linemen, or you know, it's not like from the 70s and 80s. They're just lot to you you know bigger no you guys are lean and mean and yeah thick and just solid now and yeah nowadays. and i'm sure after your playing days you'll probably want to lose weight so it'll be like thinner and shit too yeah i mean the Humans less weight i carry mo- more they're, like, they're not like built to be linemen are way different now and back in hutchinson's days uh well like hutch looks good now from so- he lost a lot of 70s, weight. 70s, 80s. Joe Thomas has, like, lost a ton of correct? weight. Correct. Yes, correct. 70s, 80s, he had a big old gut, and yeah, that's not a thing anymore. So my rookie year, my second year in the league, Russ Grimm, I don't know if you, he played for the uh, Washington Redskins. He was a hog, okay. part okay. of the hogs. He was our coach, and I mean, he's, like, my dad's age, I don't know, 58 or whatever. And he would say how they would have practice and come into the locker room and just drink beer. Okay. Like, you know, they were just good old boys playing football and drinking beers and having a good time. They were probably drinking hams. Minnesota beer right there, baby. <laughs> um, but the other thing I was going to say is Hutch, he was actually – I think he played his last year with the Titans. He did, yeah. And mm-hmm. so he was a player, like personnel or scout. And so I got to know him a little bit too, and he's a great guy. But, yeah, he's he's cut up. He, he has some pretty good stories because even back in their day, he said, like, their offseason, they would – he had a yacht that he would just go and get – you know, hammered on for six weeks and then show up in whatever April and be ready to play, <laughs> ready to roll again. He's like, we didn't have all this off-season workout stuff. And Well, you weren't the guy that was tearing up and down the Cottonwood River on a jet ski the other day, were no, you? No, no. Did you hear about that? I did, yeah. 
<laughs> I texted you guys that, didn't I? Yeah, we yeah, made it. You never replied. You never back. responded. We you go tearing up the cottonwood, and we go oh. like the tree or the street. No, we, so we were at we were down <laughs> at Riverside at the lately, like Ghosts yeah. or something. I Busy know. man. I was at the JV game, and I heard this <laughs> behind us. Yeah, and people are like that was a jet ski. So when we heard it coming again, we turn around looking. Yep, here comes like a 1990s neon green jet ski. Just like a Kawasaki. Yeah, just nice. What balls balls that you have to stand up. Balls to the walls, <laughs> flying past. I got and videos like from two or three times guys at the golf course where they were doing donuts like in a pond that must have been close. To you know, to the fairway or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you got to be a little like when the when the river's that. flooded. Yeah, when the river's flooded, like you could die if you fall off that thing, <laughs> or you could just hit a tree that you don't see in the yeah in, in the river. <laughs> flood water is really great to be in. <laughs> yeah, I've heard all that runoff. <laughs> oh man, that's the the few lakes that were by Nashville. Um, I think rivers ran through them, and so you know. The first time I went on the lake, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, go on a lake like I'm used to in Minnesota. And there's just wood floating everywhere. I was like, this is awful. <laughs> the, the guy riding the driving the boat's just running the wood over. I'm like, he's going to wreck our prop and we ain't even going to be able to get I back to say, shore. I I hope it's those, yeah, not like a big old outboard. <laughs> yeah. <it was> <laughs> like a fan boat. Yeah. Hey, man, I got to say, too, remember that, okay, we were just talking about it, that Riverside days where you were rolling with your homies just walking up the alley and we were having a bonfire and you guys ended up just hanging out yeah my buddy who came from mankato he's like who are these people i'm like well that's megan's friend he plays for the titans what (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like yeah yeah, that's fine and i don't and this guy is and i start naming all your friends (laughs) they're like let's go back to that kid why is he here that that's (laughs) the crazy thing about riverside is you never know where you're gonna end up right uh, he goes, Mankato has like 10 NFL players. Mo- There's somebody from Springfield? <laughs> yeah. Last year, I ended up at, I don't even know who's, I think it might have been Matt Vogels. And your brother was there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, your brother and Megan were there. And I'm like, where's and Tim Megan. at? And Tim was were at you? home with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went like, to oh, a World of Outlaws race that night. He's a responsible adult tonight. <laughs> it yeah. happens. Or you were just at home in the basement drinking all these craft beers. Right. No. <laughs> Really, I went to a sprint car race with Greg. He was there. Oh. And then he just kept partying, and I took my kid home. <laughs> That's awesome. And then Megan was at the party, too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw him at the dance. Yeah. Megan got home at, like, I don't know, two thirty, three o'clock that night. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like so much fun. The next day, it's always like, why did I do that? Right. You guys, um, do you guys drink Lining Kugels at all? Um, I, Kugel, sure. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, I, don't, I don't dislike it. Do I you just drink the summer shandy? Is that what you like? Yeah. No, but what I was gonna say, <laughs> I thought about this <laughs> when something I something close to that. When I um, <laughs> when we were talking about the shells and like they're seasonal, I think they have a vanilla porter. Yes, that is actually very good. Yep. I came across it one time and like struggled to find it, but I guess it must just be in like a seasonal pack. That's that's the only L- time I've seen it is in a, in a seasonal pack, like a variety pack. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought they just did the. Uh, citrus nope. summer beers. No, they actually have. I think they have a stout too. Huh. Okay. But I just remember it was in, it was in Nashville. It was in uh, a buddy's fridge. Oh, they're nationwide. Yeah, I kind of uh, thought uh, upper Midwest only. I don't know if nationwide, but they got a pretty wide footprint. Okay. It was in the fridge, and I'm like, hmm, this looks good. Sounds good. And I think there's two or three of them in there. I think I ended up drinking all three. And of it's them. from Wisconsin, <laughs> so you were, you know, yeah, Midwest Wisconsin, Chippewa Falls, right? Yes. 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 
I got a sour from Mankato that I know none of you guys have had. It's a lemon-based sour that, to me, reminds me of their summer shandy, but it's how a summer shandy should taste. <laughs> it's got just a slight more pucker at the end. I'm like, this is a perfect beer for me. Like, it's called Sorceress? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sorceress. It's super good. I got, like, four left. I'll share them with you guys. I still like this. the lemon drop from Talking Waters. Yeah, so that one was pretty good. Yeah, when I was in New Orleans, I was talking to one of the guys at uh, you like that? South. That's good. Yeah, it's not overly hoppy. And that's a Wisconsin-based brewery too. Yeah. I, I do. Like in Madison, that. or and he uh, told me Wanaki. that most of the time for a summer shandy, okay. it's really just that brewery's wheat beer mixed with lemonade is all it is. I believe it. And you know what? I, okay, you know how Bud Light is on their kick right now, Budweiser is, with all their non-Budweiser products that aren't Bud-heavy? They're saying, like, their their packaging is just the ingredients. Mm-hmm. So I still can't get over a BLO, a Bud Light Orange. Um, and now they got a Bud Light tea. Okay. I still can't get over that they're like, Everybody likes this, and then now what the ingredients are, it's like Bud Light and orange peels. I'm like, oh, you know how we all just sit around and eat orange peels? Like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Put oranges in there. And then they couldn't do that because it would go bad so quickly. But orange peels, really? Like, don't brag about that. Yeah. Just make your syrup beer and call it a day. Yeah. Like, people are going to consume it. I hate to admit this, but I did crush some Natter Days this summer. Oh, yeah. Everybody did. They're great. We, I mean, for fourteen bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a value guy too, man. You like, got you have to you dude, have to stagger them with a regular beer, though. Yeah. You know? Um. Does it get too sweet? I think that. Well, are you a fan of seltzers at all? No. Yeah, me either. Hate them. Me too. But uh, Megan likes them. So <laughs> when Natural Light, which she was a fan of Natter Days, she'd buy a case. She bought probably three cases this summer. Drank yeah. them herself over time, obviously. <laughs> In one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Just pounds them. Just <laughs> polishes off a twenty four rack. Um she we found out that Natural Light was making a uh a seltzer and they were gonna curve the market by just being the cheapest ones. They have Aloha Beaches and uh Catalina Lime Mixer. Catalina Lime Mixer. Those are their two well, initial. Didn't Clay flavors. tell you that he wants to like control the seltzer market no he just told me straight up that they that's their plan because everybody is doing seltzers now because of uh white claw white claw yeah but the thing with natty light is their name is so catchy Mm -hmm. true it's like saying bush latte like i want to drink a natter day on a saturday yeah or you can drink natter day any day of the week i mean Right. I don't know. It hit the it hit the like your age group on down college kids. Yep. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. John yeah. Taffer is doing do you watch Bar Rescue, any of you guys? Uh, okay. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a couple episodes. He's launching his own line of seltzers now. That he goes he goes, White Claw, there's no flavor. There's no flavor in that. And I'm like, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like shit. White Claw oh it sold Budweiser uh, in the summer. Could have red right? Yeah. They Beer sales in red. general are down. This year. So I'll say this. The night of Chris's class reunion, we ended up out at somebody's place, and somehow I ended up with a seltzer in my hand. Okay. I don't remember the brand. Do you remember? The, you were there. Do you remember the <laughs> yeah. brand we were drinking? <laughs> Truly, no, I made fun of you, though. It wasn't. What the fuck you drinking, Corey? <laughs> I took it from my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and I just was basically like took it and tried it. But that one, and I don't know if it's because I had been drinking other things throughout the night. I'm like... That really ain't bad. But then she bought some to have at home, and I literally took... She bought the Fair State one, 
and I took one drink of it and dumped it down the drain. Like it was first drink, you can't do it, right? You, no, and that's like with all things that are bad. If they're like a hint of like fruit flavor, if you're drunk, that fruit flavor really comes through. But if you start on that, it yeah. tastes like trash. Like you don't want it. It's like Cleveland bum water. I was gonna say about um, this hazy IPA that we're drinking. There's an IPA down in Nashville called Bearded Iris. Um, that's the name of the brewery. I don't even know what the the beer is called, but it's it's a smoother one and it's, it's more citrusy, but yes, it's it's good. That's the one IPA that I've really enjoyed. Uh, my brother actually also liked it too. So, so well, so you'll anytime you yeah. see a hazy IPA or a New England IPA, you'll like those because they're all similar. Okay. Stay away from this. A is pretty West good. Coast this is style. this is above average though. Okay. Yeah, to me, yeah. So the West sure. Coast is going to be more hoppy. <clears throat> That's the bitter one. Okay. The New England and the or the hazy or the juicy or, or just, the, a, just a straight IPA is going to be way hoppier and bitter too. Yes. Which Any, it's getting confusing. Yeah, We've talked about this any, at length. Anything that's New England or, or hazy or juicy, those are the three words you want to look for. Are going to be like we stock clay. <laughs> Actually, in town, I wouldn't, we told I wouldn't even say juicy anymore. Just just look for hazy in 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 uh, New England IPA because you got to look at some. It's juicy IPA. Well, Look we've best. had we've had this conversation. Though, there's no. beers that two years ago were just branded as an IPA that and now, now they they're, they're putting hazy on the can, and it's the exact same beer. No juicy. That was that New Orleans one. Uh, yes, Holy Roller. I thought yes. they just put hazy on there. They put, was it they juicy? put ha- no. They put hazy. Okay. Well, they yeah. did put hazy. Yeah. I thought they put juicy. Okay. No. Okay, it's really getting mucky. Yeah. Here, let me show you something. How close are you two in age? I'm 43. Okay. I'm, I'm 41. Okay. Yep. We're old. Uh, I just was curious. <laughs> no, why do you say that? Well, you guys are hanging out at the same party or same whatever, <laughs> so I figured you're similar in age. And Well, our wives graduated from high school yes. together. Okay. Yes. So we were at the same class reunion. All right, so this is not your scooter. No, I wish. I remember that. (laughs) I had a scooter that I took to uh, Madison with me, and I drove that thing in conditions where cars weren't on the road, and I was. (laughs) My cousin's (laughs) got that scooter now. Uh, Or my cousin's daughter. Lyle. Yeah, Yeah, Reagan. Pete and I are cousins. Okay. Yeah, man, that thing, dude, I drove that thing everywhere. That was the best purchase i ever made i i always i chuckled because when you remember when i had my scooter yeah and i met you on the road and i just waved and you waved and i'm like all right someone else has got a scooter in town. <laughs> dude now if you don't have a side-by-side or a golf cart you're not cool man right this that's town. redneck dude <laughs> this town is full of them oh, it is gosh. it is becoming like that's the quintessential redneck starter kit get a side-by-side get dude. a toby keith cd get <laughs> a six-pack and go cruise some back roads bush lights <laughs> jacoby yeah. and i want to get a motorcycle with a sidecar and do a cross-country trip there is nothing wrong with that idea yeah. i love that idea i would probably have a side by side or a jeep and i mean when you're when you live in a big city like i did in nashville for those years like you love coming back home and just yeah being able to find a gravel road yeah well i'll say right. this i was kind There's of surprised no you rolled here. up in an equinox <laughs> tonight uh, that is not mine okay hey, don't it's you have a dodge pickup y- yeah i got a ram uh that's what i thought truck. yeah my parent or my mom's car is getting service done and so we just got a loaner okay and so i was just driving that it was what is what was in the driveway. I just just because it's fun <laughs> and not yours. Yeah. Something else to drive. Yeah. yeah. I thought, okay, he's being economical and he's buying no. 
buying the, the nice little silver uh, SUV. My God, what if you showed up? Okay, in a Prius. Yeah, I was just gonna say that <laughs> you get signed. Your trial goes well. You gotta get a Prius rental at least. Not oh, a Prius. No. What's the smaller one? What's the smart car? Yeah, smart car. There you go, man. I, I, because uh, <laughs> you're so. <laughs> I had I had to go to a wedding it's in Chicago and instead you. of flying out there. I rented a car in Mankato, and I obviously went with the cheapest thing at first, which is a compact car. And I sat in it. And I'm like, I cannot do this for six hours right, or eight right. hours, whatever it's going to be. So I had to go to the next thing. But I was like, dang it! Now I'm going to have to spend more money and <laughs> for a stupid rental car. Right. I was um I took my daughter to the hospital in Rochester, and we have uh we have a Ford Edge, which isn't a big SUV by any stretch. It's like it's kind of like a Jeep Cherokee. And uh, I got up to the roof level of the parking ramp, and there were still no spots. And it said compact parking only. I'm like, you better fucking believe this thing's been <laughs> in there. I opened the door. I had to suck it in so hard to get out. I was parked so close next to the other guy. <laughs> Dude, how did you get her out of the... She was the, on the other side. Uh, so once I got out, it was easy breezy. You know, yeah. just open up the trunk, grab the stroller, throw her in there, go down to the elevators. But I was dreading it. I'm like, I'm just crossing my fingers on like an hour and a half later. We're done with our appointment. That car was still there. I'm like, God, I was hoping it would be empty. <laughs> So when Colton and I went to Chicago a couple weeks ago, we went into a parking ramp and ended up on like the 12th level of this parking ramp. And I come around the bend and there was a spot that I could pull straight into with my truck. Yep. Well, and it ended up in the same situation, but it was the wall that I was right next to. Mm -hmm. And so like me, I'm like squeezing out of there and barely getting out, sucking everything in. I would have preferred the wall because I stuck my hand in between my door and the guy's car just to make sure i wouldn't oh, bump it you're very nice yeah i would have been like the wall fuck my car just push it against there i get an extra half an inch that's about how fat my hand is that's when <laughs> that's when you're saying to yourself man i shouldn't have drank so many craft beers that's exactly <laughs> right i'm telling you like my diet hasn't changed that much the amount of like bad beers that i drank in the last how long have we been doing this 2017 yeah my weight has skyrocketed i need to like start <laughs> exercising for the first time in my life dude you guys do this once a week yeah yes all year round yep yep that's impressive yeah. i actually had a picture show up or on dumb. facebook on like the memories <laughs> thing yeah of joe's very first day of school when he went to kindergarten and it was like when i saw how skinny i was it was Oh yeah, like depressing. It was like forty-five pounds ago. I saw skateboarding <laughs> pictures of me from high school like last week. I'm like, my god, I was a goddamn beanpole. And yeah. this guy doesn't gain anything, yeah. right? It's the cigarettes, man. We don't smoke. <laughs> he can he can not eat and be fine, <laughs> dude. This is what I was saying before. Um, so this is a beer from Odell. It's called Drumroll. It's their American Pale Ale, and this is from like two years ago. This year they haven't changed the beer at all. They added hazy buzzwords. Yeah. Buzzwords are going crazy in the craft beer industry right now. Hazy, juicy, what is it? Crushable, all that shit. But if you pour something in a glass and it looks like a pineapple juice, you can smell it. Yeah, yeah. you'll you'll smell it. A, a good hazy. Beer. Yeah. So like, but I think they can't fuck around with New England IPA. If you see that, then for sure, that's Whereas what like, you're going to be getting. Toppling Goliath is all going to say. IPA. None of them taste like a West Coast IPA. They're all juicy. They're all hazy. They look like orange juice when they pour out. They're delicious. They're from Iowa. It that's probably the gold destination brewery for all of us. Yes. Um, Where is that at? Decora. Decora. Okay. Iowa. 
We've um, we've been working with the dude in town. I don't know if you've been into Clay's at all this summer or anything like that, but no. we've been making him stock good beer, and we have a like one of the best beer selections in the area. I would say nice, just because we go. He goes, here's my distributors, here's what I can get. What do you guys want? We gave him a list, and he picked and choosed, and nice. We have a good beer selection in town now. You know, and even like the, go- the golf course is starting to improve yes. their beers on tap. Uh, you can thank him for starting that. Well, yeah, because I went out there. <laughs> my cousin he's like you want to go to happy hour at the golf course it's like a dollar off a beer which i think a beer is 350 here not the case down south oh it's cheap as fuck here. i was like <laughs> yeah 250 for a you know pint of craft beer and you're unemployed <laughs> yes yeah, at the time <laughs> oh yeah either way it's um, still not gonna hurt you 250 i was gonna ask pint. you guys like in the area with of the breweries in minnesota like what are what's your favorite or in the area? In, in general, not like just beer. I know like Mankato is kind of a popular one. I've heard Medelia's. I haven't been to Medelia's. Medelia's kicks ass. Yeah, the, yeah Medelia's okay. Lost Sanity is very good. I've I never do been like there. Braw Brothers over in Marshall. Um, I've had their Muju. That's their, them, right? That's Yes. And that's the that's their only good beer Okay, eh. to me. To me. Commercially, to me. I think Three Trees is pretty good. But this is what I would say to that is that if you go over to the tap room they've you know what do they distribute like five or six beers don't even know but yeah and they've got old 56 25 beers on tap over in the tap room their best beers are the ones that they're only serving in the tap room or distributing they want people to come yeah so i go over there all the time and never drink anything of theirs that i can buy but you gotta have good staples in order to make it right but they'll do would you if you go to the tap room they'll do uh mujus uh, for instance, a, a cherry moo juice or a, a huh. uh, red velvet. They've always got a red velvet moo juice on tap over there. And then they've got, they do some cascade stuff, you know. So it's the only thing of theirs that I haven't cared for has been the, uh, their sours that use like the artificial flavored syrup. Yeah. The stuff that I like. Yeah. The stuff yeah. that you like. So, like with sours, I'll say that. If you're in New Ulm, obviously Star Keller. I love sours. Doesn't get any better than that. It, it doesn't. True. Atmosphere. You're right. It's, it gets a little boring, but the product. There's like always eight or nine beers. You get a flight. You like all of them except for the one that's based on coffee. <laughs> and then uh, Wait, there's, lo- a, there's a sour beer based on coffee. Oh, interesting. It's gross. Coffee beans. Um, <laughs> well, I like. I, I could say that I like like ten out of eleven beers that they that I've had, you know, something like that. And then um, Locale and Minic- Mankato, uh, that place has really come around. I think since they started, they started off a little shaky. It's a small little startup brewery, probably tap room, not any bigger than this room. Well, I've heard but, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah it, it's they've come around, and I think it's an that, old Valvoline quick change. Yeah, change nice. spot. So they got like the overhead doors. Yeah, yeah, that's and awesome. They got like the stairs going down to where the Techs would go down under the base to change oil and stuff. Yeah. And they have TV on, which is a big deal. <laughs> In the winter, it's the Fireplace Channel on Netflix. Uh, That's always mm-hmm. been interesting to me, though, with breweries like you're saying, um, the Brow Brothers or whatever, the, the Tailgate Brewery that has that peanut butter stout. They're also the same way where they have, you know, like their five staples and then they've got 20 other just mm-hmm. like kind of off the walls. Yep. And I mean, at what point are they going to like, I mean, you can only do that stuff for so long. Well, there's a lot of good breweries in the metro that don't really distribute at all, but the only place you can get their stuff is at their tap room. Like Dangerous Man. Stack Deck. Stack Deck. And and we're all chasing. There's a lot of, like, 
we always want to try the new stuff. Yeah. So that, but, that's kind of what drives them to be, you know, there's 40 taps. Yeah. You know, that's that's why that it's that I, way. I just think when this trend, you know, starts going down, it seems like the breweries, breweries that have, you know, the solid four or five beers, they're going to be the ones that stick yes. around. Yes, right. True. Yep. Like Surly's not going anywhere. Shells isn't going anywhere. Um, it could be the Ben Paddle in Duluth that goes under, you know. Yeah. Something like that. And you're seeing an uprise in breweries in Minnesota just because of the taproom law that went into effect, like, what, 10 years ago? So now that everybody can just sell their beer on site, that's a big difference because that's just a, like, you can open up a brewery with the idea of being, we just kind of want to be the neighborhood hang, not necessarily let's make a lot of money selling beer across the state. Yeah. We can just, you know, like, let's say pretend we open one in Springfield, be like, we'd be fine with only being in liquor stores and Sleepy Eye and New Alm and maybe Mankato, but the idea being Springfield has a place to hang out at at night. Yeah. So you spent a lot of time in Nashville. You spent some time in L.A. Does it seem weird to you coming back to Minnesota with our weird, like, liquor laws as far as, like, I mean, we've only had Sunday liquor sales for a year. No, because when I was in Wisconsin... <clears throat> Liquor stores closed, I think, at like 8 or 9. Right. So it was one of those things where you'd be sitting on the couch, you know, having beers, and you're like, oh, shoot, we're almost out. And you look down at the clock, and you're like, we got 10 minutes. We got to go. Got to go. <laughs> Did that a lot in college in Iowa, too. Yeah. In Minnesota, what time did they close? 10? 10. 10. Yep. Sorry, not that. Rochester was a town ordinance. It shut off at 9. The yeah. state was 10. It's brutal. I mean, 10, you at least have a fighting chance. Right. But but there's they're also sold in all gas stations, grocery stores. And on Sundays. Yep, yep. and it's Wisconsin. not three, two. Yeah. Yes, and I know in Nashville, I think they have wine and beer in grocery stores as well, so, mm-hmm. you know, you can just kind of well, get yeah. it whenever. It's, what is it like? It's I mean, because they're Bible Belt, so maybe they are a little stricter than I would they're imagine. They're not Bible Belt down there yet, are they? Uh, Tennessee? Yeah, there's a lot of Baptist church, oh, churches oh, down okay. there. I mean, there's quite a few churches in general That's down like there. Northern Bible Belt. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy because, you know, in, up north here, I mean, I kind of just grew up knowing, like, Catholic and Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's Methodist here in town, whatever, but you go down there and there's just everything, a lot of Baptists, but, um, they weren't too strict, man. I mean, it's a party town. Nashville is okay. kind of the new Vegas. It's where, the new Vegas. I've heard like you can get whatever you need, whatever you want, you know? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, Speaking it was of- fun. Did you hear about the, the NHL player that got busted for coke and got a three-game suspension? Yep. Only I mean, a three-game suspension? Three-game suspension Fucking for coke. Right. I love the NHL for that. I love the NHL no other, for that. No other team drug tests or no other um, professional league drug tests. I think well, baseball NFL does. Well, baseball does for, for performance. St- for steroids. Oh, yeah, right. But, but not recreational. Yeah. Yeah. So NHL players can well, do whatever it, they want before a game, and yeah, and he because the only reason he got busted was because it was part of the like a when he was playing for the Russian national team, he failed a test, and so he got suspended <laughs> yeah. for three the first three games of the NHL season. Home with the vodka, got busted with coke. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who won the picks? Yeah, we'll we skip talk, this one. We yeah, should we talk gotta, about our NFL picks. Um, so. Adam won, but Woo. you and I tied for a loss, eight apiece. Okay. He got 11. So what we do here is we just pick the games every week. Okay. Not we against the spread. We just straight up pick them. Yeah. And we got punishments for whoever loses. But because we both lost this week, 
I don't. We never really set precedent on how we handle that. So what I was thinking was, if you want, remember we have that punishment in there where you just call a random number and sing a song. Mm-hmm. That we should both do that, but we can pick each other's songs. Do it. We'll call like a gas that, station in Iowa or this something. Sounds really, really good. Fine. Really good content. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yes. Okay. What song should I sing? In honor of the Nashville talk we've had tonight, I think you should sing Achy Breaky Heart. Just like the chorus? I don't know the whole song. Well, we can find the karaoke version for you. Well, I mean, I'm going to be on the phone with somebody. Oh. They're not going to be able to hear the music. Yeah, okay. Yeah, do the do the chorus then. Okay. I'm going to search Casey's Des Moines. <laughs> You're going to call it Casey's in Des Moines, Iowa? Well, yeah, I'm not going to call like a local 723 number. <laughs> they'll probably, around here, they'll probably actually like stay on and listen. Yeah, they'll start singing there's, with you. There's nothing else going on. Oh, they're busy. Oh, yeah, call another one. Ordering pizza. Are you guys going to rank this? Uh, we will. Okay. <laughs> Hey, you want to hear a song? What was that? Don't tear my heart, my achy, breaky heart. I just don't think he'd understand. Good if you tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart. Don't go tell my achy, breaky heart. Woo! I'll take a large pepperoni. (laughs) Oh, she hung up on you. Now she did. <laughs> okay, Corey, I have a song picked out for you. <laughs> and what is it? Yeah, um, he had this prepared. On. Of course I did. Uh, I'm gonna so, so you put me on the spot, and I have to think of a song like that, <laughs> and you've got this prepared. Oh, this, this is, a, is good a good one. Even though he butchered it. I don't know the song. I, don't. I mean, I know You're that close. <laughs> Who are you going to call, Corey? <clears throat> Whoever Tim dials. What uh, am I singing? It's I'm gonna I'm gonna text you a part of the song. Oh, it's by Shakira. I thought it was Jewel. Is it in English at least? Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, speaking of, I gotta give you guys my review of the Lil Wayne Blink one eighty two concert real quick. Um there were so many I'm gonna text college you on age the- white kids saying the N word during the Lil Wayne portion of the concert that I thought I was at a KKK meeting jesus it was so uncomfortable it was crazy what like they're singing along and just like they weren't censoring themselves so if you're familiar with little wayne at all yeah that's often do you get it mine says not delivered do you get it i got it all right so he got it yeah i got it i don't even know how this the tune of this underneath your clothes there's There's an endless endless story (laughs) there's man okay (laughs) all right Let's go. You lost. Let's go. Um, let's call. Thank you for calling Quick Trip in New Orleans. This is Adam speaking. How may I help you? Underneath your clothes is an endless story. There's the man I chose 
There's my territory for all the things I deserve for being such a good girl, honey. Underneath your clothes, there's an endless story. There's the man I chose. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, he was laughing a little bit there. You call that place in fucking New Orleans? <laughs> Oh, you jackass. I mean, at least it wasn't like... <laughs> yeah, and that guy's like, oh, yeah. that singing voice, that's Corey Jensen. Right. <laughs> I thought about... I honestly thought about... I have like six people that I wouldn't tell them I'm doing this, but they'd be getting a call from me, and they would instantly know it was podcast-related. Right. And they would stay on the whole time. I debated doing that. Like, who are, who are you thinking on that? Um, There's a listener named Jim. Um, He's my cousin-in-law. Um, I was thinking Travis. Um, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> you, you guys have ten listeners that tune in every week. No, it's just oh, five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're well above that. I haven't looked at numbers lately. We're, we're okay. well above that. We're okay. We had we're to, we tricked Tavor into sending us a full case of beer. <laughs> we get sponsors. Yeah, nice. every once in a while. Heck yeah! I was telling, I was thinking maybe you know the Tyler Merritt's episode. If he tweets it out, man, we should probably try oh. to monetize this one. <laughs> I mean, we'll double our yeah, listeners. We'll, we'll get like I mean, a I mean, we'll we'll get from like ten to twenty. Our second most famous person we've had on. Second most. Yep. Yeah. We had Eric Solhansky on from Super Troopers. Really? Rabbit. Yep. Like the rookie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you, you never watched that show, did you? No, I have. I have. Okay. I just don't know names that well. And okay. we just uh, contacted him. Tim randomly Twitter. emailed him, and uh, he was yeah. on. There was had, the one he was promoting had, Super Troopers too. Yeah, we had Mike Burns from Power Moves on too. Oh, he, that's right. Yeah. He was really funny. I'm gonna cut that out, I think, because nobody really heard that interview because it was blocked in the middle of a three-hour version portion of a 24-hour show that we did. Who's that other actor we had on? Oh, who knows? I know what you're talking about. He's from Canada. He had the he had the YouTube show. Yeah. And his agent reached out to us. Yeah. You have an agent, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he's working hard right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You party with your agent if a you lot? listen to this. Ah, uh, no, but um we don't have to pay him, do we? No, for you being here. Uh, he he has a place out in Seattle and he's actually got like a beach house out there that I've went out there and hung out with him and so, yeah. I mean, I got to go like crab and Something I'd never would have done otherwise. It was fun. That seems cool. like a Seattle seems like a cool town. So, so how yeah. does that work? Though? So I is mean. he is he picking up the phone and calling these teams and saying, "Hey, I got a guy that's available." Yeah. Or is he waiting for the calls to come in? Um, I mean, I little, hope he's little of both. I hope he's, he's selling you. Yeah, I hope he's selling me. Yeah. But I mean, you got to be realistic too, because he might have ten guys that are in my situation, and how can he call right thirty teams, you know, ten different times? But got it. I th- I mean, I think. You got to look at teams that need offensive tackles or right. linemen in general. You play left and right. Yeah, yeah, I've played guard too, so you'll, you'll go wherever they tell uh, you. Yeah, wherever they want me to play. Even I played, I, I played a little center when I was out with the Chargers. Or did, did you? No yeah. kidding. Yeah, I'm a little tall for that, but I'll do it. Did you hear about um, uh, our rookie uh, for the Vikings, Bradbury, and Kirk Cousins' complaint about him? No. Uh, so he's a center, obviously. Yeah. He says his butt's too sweaty, getting too slippery on the ball. Here. Yeah. You, you got to fix that, dude. Yeah, like, that that ha- was during training camp. That happens. <laughs> we had a guy like that, too. Well, <laughs> even there was a story that came out this week about Tom Brady tells the centers there that, you know, makes them put, like, more powder in or shove rags in their cracks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys will put, like, a towel in their yeah. pants. I heard a story locally. Or they'll, ch- they'll change up. their pants at halftime. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I believe it. it. Happens. I mean, if Tom it. Brady's telling you to do that, you better you do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. a story locally a in high school about a kid <laughs> in at Tiger football that uh, may have s'd his peas. And the quarterback went to snap and went, oh, motherfucker, and I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So did you play left tackle in high school? I played right. Right, okay. We were a more run-dominant team to the right. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I played left tackle. I played left tackle throughout college, and then when I got to the league, it was kind of weird playing right tackle again. Um. And, I mean, the normal person might not think it's that hard, but it's just different the way your stance is and right. the, the steps and whatnot. So. And for some people that can't process information, I mean, you got to flip the plays in your mind. Right. You know, if you're used to playing left and then you go to the right. <laughs> a lot of times there's two plays called in the huddle too, so you're trying to process a and, lot of information. And then you're waiting for at the quickly. line you're going to specify which one you're going with. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Coolio, let's rank this beer, guys, and get the hell out of here. Damn good beer. Um, oh, I suppose I should talk about it. Yep. Uh, it's a uh, untitled art, so there's no can read. It's a collab with Weldworks Brewing. Uh, which Weldworks we had? Juicy bits. Juicy wa- bits from Wanaki, our, which is our Colorado just of Milwaukee. Uh, this is a hazy double IPA, triple dry hopped. Um, fantastic beer. I'm gonna give it a four point one. I already had the four written down. 4.5. 4.5. I give it a 4.25. I got the noisy chair. Man, yeah. I, that's okay. Just because I haven't tasted many IPAs, I'm going to go with 3.8. All right. That's a good rating, though, for I, I enjoyed not that. Not like an IPA. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I actually had a... If you like the smooth ones, yeah, we can set you in the right direction. Yeah. Yes. I was up at my brother's this last weekend... Um, up in Fargo for a birthday party, and I um, was supposed to actually fly out on Sunday, and I got called, and they pushed it back to Thursday, and so I was like, well, shoot, I might as well start drinking beer. So I went and got a 12-pack of, it was like a mix of porter, stouts, and then two IPAs. Nice. And so those IPAs are good. I don't remember what they're called, but they're good. Do you so I the assume branding? they're paying for you to get down there, the, the Jaguars are. Yeah, they fly me Is there. It, they fly you commercial? Yeah. First class or was it coach? I was coach the okay. last time. I always ask for the <laughs> oh, exit row. That sucks, man. Oh, yeah. Not just because like oh they whatever. No, no, you guys are freaking tall. When like, I flew to the Cleveland like a week ago, I was in the middle seat, and thankfully I don't know the flight to Cleveland wasn't too long, like an hour and a half, two hours. But I mean, my knees were killing me by the end of it. That's almost to a point where you'd be like, I'd be better off driving down there just for performance wise, right? I mean, not really. Cause, you got cramped up knees, dude. Yeah, but then when you get out, like, there's so much recovery stuff where I'll go for a walk or whatever just to kind of get my knees back, legs back. Um, I mean, I spent some decent money on recovery items and machines that help you get your legs right. So just got to rely on that. So we on, got drip are drop. Are you on kind of a week-to-week deal right now, or do you kind of have something in the chamber like, okay, if Jacksonville doesn't work out, I, I know that I potentially have a workout with this team next week, or is it? I usually find out, like, the end of the week okay the end of the regular work week because like the end of our work week is sunday yep and then monday and tuesday is kind of the day where teams will they're looking at their injuries yeah they'll they change up their line yep. uh roster or whatever so i'll get a call probably friday or saturday if i'm gonna get flown out somewhere so okay you know hopefully if things don't work out with jacksville i'm 
heading somewhere else right after that. Well, let's it, just hope it works out with Jacksonville. Exactly, yeah, man. I you can't complain about spending your winters in Florida. Exactly. I, I hope you don't end up in Miami. it doesn't work out in Jacksonville, maybe, you know, the Vikings will call you. Dude, I would love – I mean, it'd be a love-hate because, you know, if you were to mess up or something, like my hometown folks would just oh. hate me. But <laughs> at the same time, to be close to home and, you know, play for the team that I did root for growing up would be pretty sweet. I just – I, I know you're not going to say anything, but I personally hope you don't end up in Miami this year. <laughs> they're tanking i've i heard like they're boy, boycotting down there trying to get traded yep yes. like the players are going in like calling their agents and demanding trades yeah well i, mean, I think because uh, of that going on that he might end up i was gonna say dude i'll sign me up man they oh yeah yeah, yeah i think there's a guy from uh, jacksonville right now that's uh jaylen demanding Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. yeah yeah so obviously his dad's a chef um <laughs> I, w- I wish we'd had more time to get into like the combine and stuff because I would like to hear about that. But maybe, dude, just invite me back for yeah. some more beers. And we'll, we'll do that maybe in the chat. off season when you're done playing for the Jaguars. Heck yeah, um, dude! I know this is every Wednesday, so I might just show up at your door. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, about seven o'clock every week. I'm here for two months out of the year, man. Right? Yeah, anytime, anytime. Oh yeah, it's open door with you. For oh, sure, I, pre- I appreciate it. <laughs> Did you have any other I, offers other than the Titans initially with the undrafted free agent? Yeah, when I was coming out, I had. I think it was like Detroit, Baltimore, um, the Titans. Gosh, I think there was there's four teams. There's one more. I don't even remember. But yeah, it was one of those things where they had a new GM coming in. They had a new kind of a new staff, and so it was a fresh start for everyone. So it was a good. And like I mean, I was there for yourself. Yeah. yeah, I was there three years, man. I can't complain about right. that. It's yep. just like I said earlier. I feel like I got a lot of ball ahead of me yet, and I think I can play in the league. So, you know, my body feels great. Hopefully. So, yeah. well, I don't know how much you've ever listened to us, but I do. I always, when we do our NFL picks, I've always picked the teams that you're playing for to win. Well, so I appreciate it every every time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you might be full of it, and I don't what know. I'm gonna, go back, I'm gonna what go back. I'm gonna go back. As a matter of fact, it usually was my favorite. My favorite AFC team, the Titans. That's <laughs> what he was saying. That that's right. He was, yeah, he, he did was. every nope. time. And I gotta nope. say, too, Tim had no idea. I'm a little bit upset that <laughs> I was. Why does this guy like the Titans so much? I was hoping you would roll deep. Like I, th- I was assuming you'd have an entourage, but it was just you tonight. Right. That was kind of boring. You don't even have one handler, dude. <laughs> I mean, my dad probably would have came here and hung out and had. I figured some beer. your mom would be here or something. Oh. Like just like what? no, don't ask him that. What kind of beer does your dad drink, dude? He he has Keystone in the fridge usually. <laughs> they they were a big so um, all dads have has that. Does upstairs. <laughs> they were a big Mick Golden family, <laughs> but you can't get that in Wisconsin. Oh really? Yeah, it's bullshit. Only, it's like only in no, Minnesota. it's in Wisconsin. It's just you weren't finding it. It I was know. no, it's really a Minnesota, Iowa, and Michigan beer. No, it's in Wisconsin. I promise you, it's in every state that's touching Minnesota has it. Well, I've seen the map. I'm not a Anyways. big Mick Golden guy, but I mean, we uh, I would crush. Taylor Lewan's a big hams guy. He loves hams, and I was pumped about it because it's a Minnesota beer. It's my first mm-hmm. hams of the ever tonight. Really, I bought a six pack tonight just for fun. I bought some Hui from Big Lake. You can't go wrong with a little hams once in a while. Sure. Yeah, I'd never had it before. And I said, screw it, let's try it. Because Ma- it was funny because I bought a six-pack of hams. It was $5. I bought a four-pack of hooey. It was $15. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My dad, though, he... he funny. I mean, he obviously grew up just drinking light beer, but um, we well, have yeah. a lake place up by Wilmer, and they've got a couple... Uh, well, I guess there's one in New London, and there's one Foxhole yeah. is Wilmer. Um, what else do they got? Goat Ridge is in New Spice. London. Yeah, New London. But I'll go to these and I'll, you know, be with my parents and, and so I'll drink some dark beer and he's kind of got on that train too. So I don't know. He's oh, cool. 
They have. Um, they're all about the value, though. They don't want to spend a crazy amount of money. That's the thing. That, that so if you don't, if beer isn't your hobby, you get turned off by the cost of it. Exactly. And whereas beer is my hobby, so I'm like, well, I got to pay a little bit more to have more fun. I mean, like, how much does a bottle like that cost? Uh, probably twenty bucks. Yeah, when you can get a whole case for. And like a four pack of this is probably eighteen, seven or eighteen, seventeen or eighteen bucks. Yep. We've gotten on uh, Northeast. Yes. I, I will drink the crap out of Northeast now. Okay. That's a heavy beer too. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's not crazy heavy. No, I mean, right. calorie wise, I mean. Oh. Yeah. That's, you think that's, I care about that? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm light right now. Shit. I need to gain, no. <laughs> yeah, and usually Gatsby, Gatsby's has it on tap, so. They got tap beer though. Yeah, I haven't been there in forever. But yeah, I, wow. Yeah, same. We've gotten into the shells beer um, a little bit more just because. Just because they've turned it around. Yeah. Like the the IPAs are fun that they're doing the. Um, I don't like their, their killer deer. pills is really good. I don't like their deer brand. I think that's probably one of their worst ones. <laughs> Hausstein, I think, is their worst. <laughs> Which deer, deer brand is their I like original recipe? Yeah. I think. I like Hausstein too. I, I had I my first um, Hausstein this last summer, yep. and I don't mind that. But like their fire brick isn't bad. Um, I feel like the dark beers or chimney sweep isn't bad. Okay, but yeah, their pilsner's not bad. Yeah, that killer pills. That's so good. I got the whole shells line up there. Yeah. Their Mexican cerveza is pretty good. I think this was it the Fort Road. I think I their Hell's Lager. Yeah, that one was just okay. I thought. Mexican beers are like selling very well right now. That's kind of dying already, though. It was a quick summer trend. It was yes. Cool no, but I mean, as far as brands like Dos Equis and Modelo, oh, right, yeah, they right. are killing it right now. I just read something about like overall beer sales in America are down, but the Mexican brands are kind of crushing. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to Mexico in February. I like to tell everybody that every week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting us know, Tim. Yep. yep. And my plan is to find an IPA while I'm down there. It's a new goal. Good luck. Fortunately, I've spent a little bit of my off-season in Florida and, uh, you know, the past couple of years or whatever. But it's probably interesting to see the the sales down there are a lot different. I mean, we have the seasonal beers because you want something maybe darker or heavier during the winter time. But down there, I mean, they can probably roll with those Light summer beers. beers. all summer or all year. Yeah, all yes. year. Oh, my God. I love Tecate. Yes. I would – I actually do like that lager. It's a really good one. I order that at Mexican restaurants. I unless I'm with Corey, unless I'm with Corey, then I um, just to piss him off, I get Bud Light. Bielo, <laughs> <laughs> right. with Bud Light. Bielo. Why does when you go to a Mexican <laughs> place and then you order a Bud Light, yeah, it's like you well, can get Pacifico or Tecate or. To be fair, too, the Mexican place in New Ulm that like we've ate, eaten at together, it's like there's three beer options. Right. It's basically it's like Tecate, Pacifico. The Modelo, light versions, yeah. the light versions, the Bud Heavy, the Bud Bud Light. They that's don't have it. Corona. They have Corona and they carry Shells brand stuff. Do they? Tecate's yeah. better than Corona. If we're gonna go down Pacifico's this road. my favorite of them. I've never had Pacifico. Tecate's my favorite so far. Yep. God, when we went to Tijuana that one time, man, we drank a shitload of Tecate. Tecate's Oof. so good, man. Oof. Dos Equis is overrated. Yes. Modelo's overrated. Yes. And in fact, Modelo is almost a hassle because of the tinfoil wrap on top that <laughs> ends up in my bottle. It's like opening up a fucking present every time. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to open this beer. That's Why? Like, yes. It's like a Stella with the. That's overrated the too. Yeah. They they're selling a glass. That's yeah. all they're doing. It's a gross yeah. lager that reminds me of Heineken. I don't like Heineken. Yeah. The, the Stella. Yeah. Yeah. Stella so reminds me of Tyler's going to Jacksonville. 
I'm not going anywhere. Well, you're going to New Adam, Orleans. Where are you going? It just isn't booked Nowhere. yet. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere. It's actually, I'm, I'm going to Chicago St. Louis this October. weekend. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, St. <laughs> Louis, and I get to go to Chicago. So There you go. St. Louis, Angels and Airwaves. Yes. Ah. It's been crazy how I've drank more Bud Light just because, I think, the, of the NFL. You know, like, a lot oh. of buddies... Do you ever open up a beer and it's it's a team that you hate and you're like well, I'm not opening this one no. like <laughs> reaching into the case. But I, d- I did see there'd be guys that you know weren't Titans fans in Nashville drinking beer Bud Light with the Titans logo and I'm like oh so you are a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Bud Light marketing strategy last year. Um, we're gonna unlock these free Bud Lights in a locked fridge or whatever when the Browns win their first in game. Cleveland, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was genius. Yeah. Everybody talked about Bud Light then. I'm like, that's perfect marketing. More wow. like more likely, uh Patriots go sixteen and oh or Miami goes 0 and sixteen. Miami goes 0 and sixteen, without a doubt. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. I'd say so too. That didn't get as debatable as I'd hoped. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, well guys. Tyler, thanks for coming tonight. Appreciate yes. it. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. Open door anytime. Appreciate it. Yeah. We're supposed to review three beers, but we got we only got through two because yeah. no, it was a good show. Conversation was that good, good man. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, rest in peace, Rick Okasik. See y'all. <laughs>